He learned a new word today. Money? No, the word no. Well, and you're going to learn to say that a lot. That'll get him really far. Yeah. He learned the word no because he liked to wash his hands and and um, if we don't take him, if we uh take him to the sink, he have his moment. Hmm. Let's see here. I got uh, a recording of my um last game against the Chicago Cubs. It's at the it's at the top of the ninth, and it's only let's see, man's on second, one out. Okay. <sighs> Man. Wait All right. To that moment. One forty. First and Frame Rates podcast. Cinco de Mayo uh, edition. Pretty much. <laughs> oh, Ain't nobody drinking good. around here, apparently. No, I, I can't. I got to be back to work in the morning. I can't drink. Mm. Sadly. It's the only thing I, I don't like about this quarantine thing. I, I, at some point, I get kind of jealous of everybody who stay at home because I, I would like to have at least you know a whole week to stay at home. But... um. Not like your governor issued a stay-at-home order. No, I'm gonna tell you something. Even, <laughs> like, even if he did, like these people here in South Carolina, like did not follow no rules this entire time. Well, like, you know, people what? were like out and about, like it was nothing. Like every oh. time we go somewhere, it was like, I mean, you know, people took precautions, like they didn't be up on each other, or like they they did practice social distancing. But as far as like people like staying at home, man, these places was just as packed as could be. Well, our our beach is about to open. Ocean City this weekend. Of course, okay. I'm not going. Yeah, <sighs> I mean, it, look, if, if you don't feel comfortable, man, stay home. That's all I really got to say. Well, I mean, the I, thing is, we have stay at home orders being issued. Well, I, I ain't worrying about the orders. I'm just saying, if you ain't feeling comfortable, stay. Cause I, I, me personally, I'm kind of a against like those type of orders. But if you like really don't feel comfortable being out because you might get sick. Yeah, stay at home. You know, mm-hmm. I ain't, ain't nobody on. I'm not gonna tell nobody one way or another to stay at home. It's just that, like, if you know your immune system fucked up, if you know that you um you don't trust being around people, just stay at home. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, th- th- that's my thing. But but you know, these people here in Carolina, business as usual. I mean, some stores just straight up defied not to close, and then. The governor, for the most part, didn't do anything. But it, it was just—it's just crazy how things went. I'm just surprised we haven't like had a serious outbreak here, honestly. Oh, don't just, worry, it's nuts. coming. Um, episode 140, first in frame rates. Um, saying the whole crew is here. Uh, we're gonna talk about NBA Live 21. Um, really bad information came out as far as that game goes. Also, um, Counter Strike. Uh, a lot of people may not know about this game because it's a PC game. It's a long-running PC game. Probably one of the oldest PC games that are on Steam and still very, very popular to this day. And we're going to find out why it's popular. And we're going to find out why this pro player got sentenced to all this time. Uh, also, you, we had um, The Last Dance episode five and six. It was five and six already? Mm-hmm. Okay. Three two weeks more, of it already. Two, yeah. more, two more weeks. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna add our two cents about that, and um, pretty much you know just keep it moving. Thanks for everybody who's been supporting us, keeping us relevant, 
in these streets, past spreading the word, letting everybody know what we do here. Best, smallest podcast out here, especially when it comes to sports and gaming. I truly believe that. Let everybody know what we do here. Obi-Wan, thank you for uh, giving us a shout-out in the chat. How you doing? And uh, Bills, we're going to start with you, man. How was your uh, weekend? Uh, same old shit, working and marketing starting, I guess, tomorrow or Thursday. So eh, just kind of preparing for flooding people's timelines with content. So, Okay. That's cool, cool, cool. DJ, what about yourself? Well, I think it was mainly a quiet weekend up until Monday. Well, of course, watching Last Dance. I actually uh, watched that Sunday and was not expecting the last episode of The Clone Wars to drop until 3 a.m. on Monday, which was May the 4th, everybody, all you Star Wars fans. Um, that episode dropped at 1 a.m., so I got to, I was probably one of the first people on the East Coast that got a chance to see it. So it was a good episode. It was a good finish to the series as a whole, and I am a happy 40-year-old that's watched Star Wars all throughout, so... I'm gonna be honest. I never, ever, and that's not a knock on the series. I never got into Star Wars. Never, growing up, that that never was a thing. Like my mom, she loves it, and you know my dad, you know he liked it, but me, I just never got into it. I couldn't tell you any. I maybe watched one one of the movies, but I, I don't know nothing about it. I well, just never what, was a fan. What I'm what I've been doing this month, I might like, it started right when May hit. Was that I've started with I, what I'm doing is that I'm watching everything that's visible as far as the content is concerned as far as Star Wars. So I started with, I'm doing all this in chrono in Star Wars chronological order. So I'm I started with episode one, then two, and this is where you get stuff. You get where I'm happy that I get to watch a Clone Wars because now there's seven seasons of Clone Wars that I can watch up until. I get back on the movie thing, hit episode three, and then you know on and on and on with more Star Wars content. So, I it's gonna be a busy uh, viewing month for me. Other than that, I know me and Bill played some Warzone earlier. Uh, yeah. Interesting to say the least. And okay. uh, was, yeah, we're waiting for you to, to be hey, man, available listen, to play some I, Warzone so we can get a first and frame rates uh stream. That's the going. thing. Just, just the thing, just me being available. Like I was here yesterday, um, but um I, I I had to put food on the grill. My my wife wanted barbecue, so I've been grilling out most of the day. Um not yesterday but Sunday and mm-hmm. obviously Monday and Tuesday I've been working. So I'm not gonna be available to probably maybe Friday because I'm off the weekend. So that's like the earliest. So Man, I mean, nobody care about Halo 2. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I need to finish Halo 2 through 5. I do I, I beat Halo 1 again, but I never got around to beating Halo 2. Even on original Xbox, I never got around to so I, that that's that's just going I've beaten all the Halos that mattered. Let's just yeah. say that. I've beaten one through four. Well, actually, four really doesn't matter because that was after that's like post Bungie three, four, three, you know. That was when it started falling off, but I beat Halo one through three. I'm good. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Um, <laughs> fight. 
these YouTube comments are ass. Wait, what, they're, just now, they're just now loaded in. I had to refresh. I'm like, fuck. Like, I went to StreamYard and saw all of them. And I'm like, Halo 2. I didn't see anything. And then I went to StreamYard and looked. I'm like, oh, here's yeah. all the comments. See, that's what I was saying earlier. Remember when I popped in? I was like, I had to refresh the page just to appear backstage because it didn't it didn't even show that it updated. Yeah, something something. You know, I know, wrong. I know we I know we on YouTube, but fuck YouTube. How about that? Wow. <laughs> fuck them. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, um, I was I was playing a recording of the game I played against the Chicago Cubs. Had that dramatic walk-off hormone with Jan Gomes. It's on Twitter. Go check it out. Very dramatic. Uh, real football gamer, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that question. It's a good question. We'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. Well, yeah, so NBA Live 21 has not shown up on the uh... – Yeah, they're not, they haven't showed up on the fiscal uh, report. So what the hell is going on? Um, mm-hmm. you got all these other games coming out in 2021, all the announced titles. Let me see. I thought I saved this thing. It's all good. I got it. But there's there is not showing up. So what the hell is going on with NBA Live? Are, are we are we really thinking that this is gonna be the end of the, the series? What what the hell is going on? I, BJ, what, honestly, I it, to me, it's no surprise that they don't appear. In, and he, here, the fine print on it is that the information is only good for today. So by midnight tonight, it'll be, you know, invalid. But at the same time. What that's supposed to mean? Well, that was in the fine print. Didn't you read the fine print when I sent it? No, I'm looking that's at supposed it now. To, that's supposed to be on top of to be determined. You know, things could change. Oh, you know, that don't mean shit. Yo, that, they, they're not going that's what I'm then. saying. That's why. That's why when they when they do stuff like that, it's good to read the fine print because it's just like it's their way of covering their own ass. Like this could change in in a heartbeat. Like right. this could be you know whatever. But you know, no one's really holding their breath. If anything, everybody really wants them to make an like an NBA street or some type of um, playgrounds type game. So the fact that they don't have live listed, it's like, oh, well. And I know they put out a message on Twitter talking about they're I guess they're all in on next gen, but. That, see, no, that's, that, that, if that's you don't problem, have that listed, the then but see, you're not the, necessarily all in as you plan to be. You see, this is the. Did he drop out? Is VF there? Dun, dun, dun. Oh, here we go again. I, be, I bet you it was EA Sports that sniped him. <laughs> yeah, Just that. like we planned it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, it, no I, I pressed the X button. That was on me. Wow. Why are you on here twice? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We got a clone? What the fuck? What is this? I told you I was watching a clone war. See what happened? Yeah, that clone's gonna be quiet though. He's not saying anything. Until he says um, something. But no, nah, <laughs> what the fuck? Did he get sniped again? We're gonna have triplets in here. Cause they can hold up to six people in it. So we're gonna have like a third one. <laughs> third yeah, Oh, okay. Oh, there he's go. back to one. There we go. There I am. 
Yeah, oh, quite. God, here we go again. <laughs> no, um, no, basically what happened is if I try to share the screen, it, it would kick me out. But the VF first ain't telling tell anybody he, he is drinking on a Cinco de Mayo. That's, no, that's, that's honestly, what's going on. Um, no, when I hit the X button the first time, I thought it was what it was. But the I'm second trying to time, figure out why you're hitting the X button. No, I'm moving the mouse while I'm working at the same time. I'm doing a lot of things. I'm multitasking. But the, the, the second time, I actually tried to share margarita? the margarita. No, the second time I actually tried to hit the um <laughs> screen, I did the screen share and it kicked me out. So I apparently it's not letting me screen share. But if you do see, I'll put it on Twitter. There, there we it go. is. So what I will do, I'll put it on Twitter for people to see that the fiscal um report, they don't have NBA Live at all. So um if you check my Twitter, is that VF Baller, you can see where that um yeah, this is a problem, man. I mean, Bills, what are your thoughts about this? I mean, at this point, I can't bring myself to care. I really can't. I mean, it's predictable, and I'm just more so looking forward to what 2K is going to do because live has been out of sight, out of mind. So, I, I'm sorry. I, 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 don't, I don't care whether they put out a game or not. I, I really Speaking don't. Speaking of which, there there is news on the 2K front. They finally got somebody to fill the position that uh, should have been filled a long time ago instead of having Ronnie 2K's lackey ass being so, the face of the – so they, they're, they're now put out there that they're looking to hire a global communications manager. Okay, okay. So, they need to hire a ratings guy. <laughs> shoot, they need to hire somebody that's not falling asleep at the wheel. As far as uh, these historic teams, got the New York Knicks running the triangle, son. What's going on? Yeah, let's stick big be live. I mean, 2K can be, be be roasted on another day. But um, I, I, I'm actually really worried about this franchise because now they're not even coming out with the game on the initial, um, the initial uh, release of the next consoles. So now I'm looking at like what NBA Live 22. Um, it, uh, and um, we don't even know is the is the game actually canceled because, I mean, I, I, they can't come out the next fiscal year. I mean, not with live twenty one. That'd be ridiculously. That'd be dumb. Look, my my thing is, if they quit, they might as well just say it. Just 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 tell just tell everybody. Don't tell don't tell me because I believe you guys quit. You guys quit. I see that already. You're not trying. You're not trying to, you know, give people hope or anything. You're just like, and, and matter of fact, people are playing live nineteen. Haven't had an update since they promised them an update. So as far as I'm concerned, that 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 franchise is dead for like the umpteenth time. I, I don't know. I, to me, it, it it really is. I mean, listen. Shout out to um NLCS um podcast guys I listen to Andrew Bagley. He's all the way in Australia, but he does a great job with following basketball games. I mean, he, I mean he. I highly recommend listening to his podcast. He does a, a fantastic job of doing a podcast over there talking about basketball and basketball gaming. I I'm wanting to know what his thoughts about it. And you know, I'm pretty sure it's gonna come up in the next episode, but um it, it's something to behold because th- those guys really want competition. I mean, they probably want it more than we do, and it, it looks like maybe the next, you know, the next uh generation we may not have it at all because i don't see no other company coming out with a game i mean mm. 989 is not coming out with uh 
with what uh, what they they had um NBA. Who cares? It was trash anyway. But <laughs> I'm about to say. I'm just saying, it's like we're not getting anything. So it's like I don't I don't know what we're up against. I mean, 2K. I'm pretty sure they're gonna put out a solid game. They always do. Man, they're gonna mess around next gen watch. You know, mess around, but like, look, we have we have nothing that going up against us, so it's it's just crazy. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just to me, it's just I, I'm just really because I'm I'm low key just concerned about it. Not the fact that you know everybody consensus live is not up the par, live is trash, it's that and third. But I, I really want more than one game. I mean, I don't want to. I mean, that just goes for all sports games in general. I don't want to play just one game. I mean, like right now with Madden, people don't realize we have been going with an official NFL game going on legitimately 15 years now. A lot of people don't realize that. I mean, a lot of guys who probably listen to us or people who, you know, just in the football gaming community really don't remember a, a fresh NFL 2K game or a fresh NFL game from somebody that's not EA. We're also looking at a, a situation where EA football is what everybody knows. So with that being said, they don't even see a football game in a different light. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It, it, to me, I think that's the, the biggest problem with gaming is like with this type of game. And it's like you, we should have some different perspective on these games. I get it that, you know, the license is this, the license is that, but like, damn, 15 years. I mean, really? Oh, let me. I, mean, I, I, I think that's. I think that's really. That's 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 way too long, regardless of a license. All right, let me address something. Daniel Daly. No, he didn't get fired. He never was the. He, he when he was initially hired, I think back in two thousand eight, Ronnie was the communications manager. He's he's the brand manager. He's not the communications manager. So he didn't get fired. He he. I'm like, they are just hiring for this position now, which is, I'm like, there was a whole discussion. I, I think it was Brian Mazik on his, for, on his Forbes.com uh, article that talked about the fact that uh, they needed somebody because there's this all, there's been this ongoing debate about whether dev should be out there representing the game versus having us like a, a singular community manager that can take all the feedback and filter it out and direct it to the devs and, and the marketing team and stuff like that. So that's where that really came from. And 2K has not had a community manager, like a real community manager, I guess, since Ronnie switched over to the brand manager. Right. I, I mean, like I said, we can, we can say what we want about this, this game and, you know, um, just uh, we need we need at least two different games from every genre of, of sports of sports games. You need two different games. It, 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 to me, it's just no reason why one game is continuously coming out. I mean, as much as you may enjoy that game, I, I feel that just as a gamer, as a consumer, we are we should be afforded at least another perspective from another company. And on top of that, competition breeds excellence, regardless of how bad we may think live is people don't realize that you know live you know um really pushed 2k to some extent this generation once they realized that live was coming out they did different things in their game when they could easily continue to do what they did with 2k 12 and 2k 13 nobody wants to talk about those two games you know mm -hmm. how, how bad they fell off from 2k 11 
But as soon as they realized Live 14 was coming out, regardless how we may feel about Live 14, they stepped their game all the way up. And me personally, I don't think they would have stepped their game up to that level if they were the only game in town. I, I To me, it would have probably been like a, another Madden 25 from PS3 to PS4. Mm. That, that's just my that's my opinion. I may be wrong, but it, when you don't have no incentive of just the threat of a company coming out with something, you you could be in a situation where like, all right, whatever, we'll do what we do. Um, anything else I gotta add? I mean, what what, what do you think about the basketball? Hell, even football um, landscape of next generation? Because right now we're we're really looking at one game as far as simulation. NFL 2K is supposed to be here, but the way that looks like, that's going to be an NFL 2K Playgrounds game. And right now, I don't want to talk about that, but, you know. Oh, shoot. Uh, Madden really was a was a, was a non-factor in the recent virtual draft when they, the NFL draft, when they said they were going to at least be a present as far as, like, the presentational aspect of the virtual draft and as far as I recall from what I've seen and 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 tweets or anything it seemed like the Madden EA squad was missing from that so and honestly with no competition there it's just like they're gonna mess around they're gonna they're definitely I feel like they're definitely gonna improve the modes that they invested in this past season especially Superstar KO it's gonna be modes Um, and visuals bro yeah, so I'm like, no, there's no hope for dynamic weather until they prove me otherwise. Right now, it's a no hope for a lot of things until they prove me otherwise. Yeah, I mean, you you look at what they did. I mean, even you know, with with the living worlds thing, they did upgrade the crowd to look like more of a crowd, but it was nowhere near what they said it was going to be. You look at the you you could put on the snow in in Madden. And some of the people on the sidelines still wearing shorts. I mean, it's just stuff like that. It's just, I, I don't get it. And, you know, 2K, one thing I will say about 2K, 2K has done a very good job with their crowd. That, mm-hmm. they're, they're, To be honestly, that's one of the biggest improvements this generation that nobody's talk about. You know, they've done a very good job with the crowds in-game. But um, like I said, NFL 2K is supposed to be coming to the next generation. I think it's going to be more of a playground. I'm waiting for the 2K fanboys to buy multiple copies, digital <laughs> and physical. <laughs> that's right. On I different forgot about platforms. them. Yeah, no, that, that, that's still going to stand. I expect them to play, buy at least three to seven copies on each platform. Switch, Xbox. See, oh, what you about to No, I was about to say, Daniel just reminded me. WWE this fall is going without is foregoing a 2K21 the regular for a playground type game. So it's like you know live is guilty as far as the basketball, but 2K is going to be guilty as far as the wrestling. Yep, see that's what I'm saying. That's why we need more than one in every aspect: football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer. You know, wrestling, uh, hell, uh, rugby, whatever sports title need to be two. Because mm-hmm. if you get one, you're going to have this type of stuff that we're talking about. So he had to step the game up. Um, Pooh says something about NBA Street. I'm all for it. If they're going to decide not to be in the simulation realm, at least give us an NBA Street. I'm okay with that. Um, what What are your thoughts? Uh, both of you guys. I think I already said my thoughts as far as I'm like, I, I just don't have any hope. 
until they prove me otherwise. No, I was I was talking about an NBA street. I mean, I know about the simulation. I, 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 it's there too. <laughs> I'm like, I'm getting tired of these companies just kind of just sitting back and just relying on visuals and what and modes to carry them through. Hell, you ain't and, lying about that, Jesus yeah. Christ. What about you, um, Bills? I mean, I mean, I'm for it. I'm for an NBA street. I mean, I've been for an NBA street because NBA playgrounds and NBA playgrounds two are both pieces of shit. Some things are trash. Uh, the street mode in 2K is a piece of shit. Hey, the street mode in Live 16 was was it 16? Street or? mode in 16 was good. And hey, that was dope. I guess whatever they wanted to call it, it wasn't necessarily. I mean, it, was, it, was it wasn't. It, it wasn't. It was close enough, right? I was about to say. Um, I mean. I don't really need like I predicted this, so I'm not really mad about it. I, I said that next gen live would be completely phased out and we'd go back to 2K resting on their laurels and we'd have to go back to this generation and play NBA 2K20 and call it a day. I think that's the that's the, my main problem. It's not the fact that I don't think they're gonna just completely fall off and be a bad game. I just think it gets to the point where the game's gonna be right here and it's not gonna get any better. They're gonna just leave it as it is and some legacy issues may not even get fixed because they they have no reason to. Yeah, you know, and that's the problem that we that I'm looking, you know, that I'm that I'm looking at right now. Tell them again, babe. You got my 360 controller. What you gonna do with that? Break it. <laughs> let's get to uh, let's get to um, uh, what's his name? Uh, real football gamers question. Yeah. Uh, what are what our favorite basketball game ever is? So I've been playing different ones here lately, and I'm not satisfied. If you want a good basketball game, a, a, a real, there's two of them that I um recommend. Um, it depends. I don't know what kind of console you got or whatever, but honestly, if you get NBA 2K14 on the PS3 or NBA Live 10, those two games. You can get a pretty good experience as far as a total basketball game as well as a good franchise mode. Are now, those your favorites, though? Uh, are those my favorite ever? Yeah, that, that's what he asked. Hmm, I'm going to be honest. If it's going to be one of my favorite games ever, it's probably going to be an arcade game, to be honest with you. I mean, there's nothing like NBA Jam or NBA Hang Time. NBA Hoops is good, too. But if we're gonna talk sim, probably my most favorite one of all time will probably be 2K14 on the PS3. DJ, let's see. My favorite would be actually I might have to hold a tie. Uh, NBA Street Volume Two and NBA 2K15. Okay. I think NBA Street Volume Two is an undisputed number one for me. Yeah. And honestly, I would say that NBA 2K20 is is my favorite because I can do everything that I've wanted to do. You sure? You sure? You sure you're not going to say NBA 2K9? Uh, yo. <laughs> <laughs> if there was a way I could mute you, no. Nah, I mean, <laughs> nah, uh, NBA 2K20, man. It's just it's a complete package. It's a culmination of what they've been working towards. Um, uh, I really enjoy NBA 2K20. I can't. I don't really have any complaints other than things that I can fix. But holy shit, they need to fire that ratings guy, ASAP. Um, but nah, yeah, two K twenty, and then yeah, Street Volume Two is undisputed number one, man. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, did did Pooh not take his Viagra today? I'm tired. I'm headed. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm, headed. <laughs> I'm headed. I'm heading to bed. Yes, it's eight thirty. Apparently, because I'm old. Whatever. Pooh, but you're he like, did. You're but like twenty. Yeah, but anyway, but he did. He did have a question. He said, "What is your favorite wide receiver at six one or under?" We'll get to that. Oh, we we, we are we kind of know where he's headed with that. I'm. We'll I already I already know my answer. It's me. No, I I know what he's saying. Wow. With that. I know I know I know what he's saying with that because you know his their draft pick. That's why he's saying that. Man, fuck, of, his, fuck his draft pick. Yeah, he he add that to his irrelevant uh, receipts. Yeah, he's saying he's saying that about Rager. That's why. Um, but honestly, um, just real quick, um, six one under that. I'm I'm gonna have to research that because I that's like kind of for me for real. For me, it'd be Santana Moss. It's so vague. Um, Daniel Daly said two K eleven through thirteen. Obi and me and him on the same page. He said two K fourteen and live ten are his favorites. Let me tell you something. You Raiders? can get NBA. You can get NBA two K twelve and NBA two K thirteen. The fuck out of here. Yeah, those games. <laughs> the only thing two K twelve had was the lighting. When you do it as legends, other than that, two K thirteen you couldn't block dunk. So get him right. out. Yeah, he mm. said two K thirteen. All right. So favorite receiver on the six one. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Julian Edelman and Lance Allworth for tie. Yeah, I might do some research because I, I would say Terrence Mathis from the Falcons. I used to love that guy. Okay, I was about to say since Bills did too. Like I said, wait, I already already Daniel Daly. We're really comparing two K twenty. Come on, man. Oh, you know two K twenty is good. I don't know why people. You know what the issue is? I I don't mean to go on my soapbox about this. The reason people complain about NBA 2K20 is because we are what you call spoiled. Every 2K, 2K20 is not a bad basketball game. 2K20 like Boy, except for the fact that they uh, allow the servers to reset like your controller settings. But, you know, that's just me. Daniel Daly, that's Park, though. We're talking about offline. Bro. Yeah, I, 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 do not, I do remember. not. Whose see, podcast you're on? No, yeah. See, this is the thing. This is the thing. This is not just with 2K20. This is any game. You cannot rate a game based on online aspects. So you got to understand your server, the person you're playing with against server, yeah. and the servers of the company is all at stake. That yeah. can alter a game in so many ways that has nothing to do with the development of the game. So, Dan Daly, when we're talking about these games, we are talking strictly offline. We do not care about how it performs online. That means nothing to I us. Mean, that, I mean, that's just like somebody buying a game and they're altering it and they're going to tell you to review it because you cannot, you cannot put, you cannot set an, uh, uh, a standard for something of three different things that are going to alter the gameplay. Like I said, all three of those servers are going to alter the gameplay. So, with that being said, how could you judge a game that has nothing to do with three different entities that affects the game when you play it? Yeah, like, I mean, you, I mean, no, I don't care how good your servers are, I don't care how good your internet connection is. You're going to have a time where you're going to have a problem because it's online. There's no internet that's perfect, and once you have that bad experience because of your internet connection, that's not an indictment on the game. I, I mean, that, that, dare, that's totally that's totally unfair. I dare anybody right now. If you're going to debate me about NBA 2K20, go and try to find one thing that you can say is either advanced or basic with the game of basketball and tell me that it's not in 2K20. You can't. They have every type of pick and roll coverage. They have every type of double team. I mean, the only thing they could add, I guess, with double teams and it's kind of nitpicking is, oh, yeah, call it from the backside. I mean, okay, fine, whatever. But if we're talking about just like, 
as far as a complete basketball game on the court, 2K20 has everything. It's the culmination. But see, this is the thing. That's what I'm saying, Bill. It's like when, when they develop this game and it comes to your home, yeah. you put that game in your console, and if you play straight up based on what's on that disc yeah. or, 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 what, or whatever files they download to your console – that's how you should judge the game. You cannot – hell, I could be honest and say you can't even judge the game based on the first patch it get. You should judge it based on exactly the way they developed it. Like like I said, anything that's outside forces, that's not fair to the developers. I mean, that's like you – that's like somebody making a – like you making a song, Bills, and the DJ – the DJ gets your record and, and starts slowing down or speeding up the song, and they're blaming you for that. Mm-hmm. It's like – I mean, you can't – I mean, you can't – you can't you can't blame you for that. You created the song the way you wanted to create it. Like if outside entities mess up that song, you're the developer, but that's not your fault. And when you it know? comes down to it, 2K20, it's like people, and it's, it was kind of the same with 2K19 because I remember me and VF were like definitely on the same page as far as 2K19, where people were like, oh, this game changed. Yesterday I played it and it was like this, and now I'm like, bro, I haven't seen any change in the game throughout. I don't know where y'all looking at. And you find out they're playing online, I'm like, oh, of course. This, I is, mean- why, this, is, this is why when you see all those crazy Madden clips when the Madden first come mm-hmm. out, yep, you see all that craziness, people are flipping and, and, and everybody molding into each other and pushed up against each other because they can't pick up a fumble. Find out what they're playing on. They're playing to get somebody online. That's why that. I mean, you can't blame that on the devs. Then you got people. Then you got people like Ryan Moody. I'm gonna call his ass out. Say, oh, you must have a magic disc that you're playing on. No, I just have something called Logic, and I show the settings that I'm playing on every time I show the game, and has it has an issue. Like, come on, bro. I mean, but, I mean, I mean we're, we're not going to seriously say no game has no issue, but right when you add, when you add certain things to the game, uh-huh. th- that that's where I have the question, like. If somebody makes a, a video or if somebody shows a clip and you find out you're playing on competition against somebody that's 2,000 miles away, who's to say that their service is not fucking up the game? If I see my team jerseys in, in your in your gameplay video, I'm automatically discounting anything you say about the game. Or, or, or that my team tag that's, that's supposed to be the real team up there, like Baltimore, yeah. but you yeah. see something like yeah. TAG as their right. team? right. <laughs> And you play in some fucking backlot court or some shit playing one of them. Nah, bro. And then nah. you wonder and you wonder why everybody run around like uh uh Bo Jackson from Techno Bowl. Right. And it's not and it's not I'm not knocking people's preference. If that's how you want to play, that's how you want to play. Just know that I'm discounting completely your view of the game as a whole because you play one mode and it's the mode that has the most factors that can easily damage that game. Right. So your whole perception of the game is different based on all the factors. I mean, that not you only that, into account. even if you don't even play online, if you're playing mutt offline, the game is already built to play arcade like. Yeah, I mean, you're not playing sim if you're playing mutt. So you're going to have these quarterbacks or these offensive linemen that can catch like tight ends in mutt already. So you can't blame it's like, oh, they're not made the, the sim part of this game is fucked up. Well, you're playing mutt. What do you expect? Mutt the only games, the only games that should be judged online, I, I can't even really say strictly, but for the most part, online are shooters. I agree with that. I agree because the games are built for that. Right, but sports games, come on, there's no way you can. I mean, it's. It, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, we saw the the clip I sent you about Shaq doing shooting threes and and doing hop steps from the free throw line. It's like yeah, that. Yo, I'm not gonna lie, that shit made me laugh. 
Yeah, but I'm just saying, but if somebody hey, looking at that, that me love, yeah, I mean, I did too, but I'm saying, but if you look at something like that and you're sitting there talking about, oh, shit, the shit's fucked up, I'm like, dude, he's playing my team with the what, whatever type of uh, uh, rock, silver, shack, or whatever they call it for. Oh, <laughs> Am- Am- Amethyst. Yeah, like sometimes they got a ruby shack or a, a, a diamond McGrady, and which I don't understand what the fuck that means. But you got these guys are like shooting threes from half court, and you talk about the game's messed up. You know what? Here's one thing I'll say. There's one thing I can thank. Um, there's one thing I can thank my team for these badges that we got this year. Yeah, because those came from those came from there. As far as the gold and you know Hall of Fame and all those different tiers, I can I can thank my team for that. But that's about it. Other than that, yeah, no. Yeah. But Daniel Daly's question was, you know, how are these games going to do the microtransactions? You know, is it is that the forum for it? Of course it is. I mean, they they you see it in Mutt, right? You see it in my team. You see it in Diamond Dynasty and MLB yep. the Show. It's definitely there. Once they get you to buy them damn cards. Oh, they can give a fuck about Sim at that point. That's what I'm saying. So <laughs> right. that, that's definitely the equation. It's going to get even worse next gen. Just watch. Ravens Nation said it perfectly. He said, you can't judge games by online unless it's strictly an online game, even if that's not entirely possible. But that's what I'm saying. Most, most of these shooters now, yeah. believe it or not, most of these shooters are built to be online only. They just give you the luxury to give you a campaign now. Some of them are coming out without a damn campaign. See, that's what I'm saying. Call, like, see, call of Duty's came out without one. You see, back then, when we started playing games in the PS2 or PS3 era, when it came to actual uh, shooters back then, it was campaign first, online second. Now it's opposite. Like, look, we're going to give you this online, and you better be lucky that we give you a campaign. That's just basically how it is now. So, like Bill said earlier, all these shooters, you 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 have the right to judge them for online gameplay because the game is built like that. Now these sports titles aren't built like that. They can't build them like that. It's you like know? it's like if you bought Uncharted Four and you bitched about the online. And you're like, this game is ass. Why right. would you do that? Exactly. Why would you do that? Exactly. Like you're doing it to yourself. It's it's not it's not what the game's for. And when we try to tell people that, oh well, they shouldn't put it in there, then okay, all right, whatever. Right, exactly. So it's like that's why I that's why I never like understood how people like bash a game. Like the only way you can really critique critique a game, you cut the game on play offline, and whatever happens in that, that is basically how they made the game. You cannot like I said, you cannot put a server, let alone you playing against somebody. That's two servers, or I mean, that's two internet connections plus yep. the server from EA or 2K or whatever. Those are three entities that that's going to mess up the game. No, nobody's internet connection is perfect. So when something happens, you better call Comcast. <laughs> that's all you I got. Plus the fact that a lot of those games are on Hall of Fame by default. Mm. Yeah. And, that, and, and that's another thing because when you do play online against somebody, some of those uh, difficulties are on default. I've been bullshitted many a time. Right. Yep. Uh, uh, let's see. Let's, um, let's jump to this Counter Strike play. Oh, real quick, real quick, just to, so we can see if we can get an answer for uh, Pooh because he keeps um, asking about it. Uh, Art Monk, was he under 6 1, DJ? Nope. No, he was 6 2. Yeah. Okay. He was. So so six two, yeah, it was like six two. Under, six under six one, I said, I like for under six one, I said uh, Terrence Mathis. Oh yeah, you said Terrence Mathis. So yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, I said Santana Moss, but you know, oh, yeah, I was yeah, being, yeah. I was being for real, me. <laughs> that too. That's funny. 
You know, my last name's Jordan. I got to include myself. Right. Because um, I ended games at wide receiver. Just, just know that. <laughs> uh, I'm going I'm to I'm copy this, and I'm going to put it in the chat. Right. Oh, and, and uh, I'm gonna step away for a second. Hold on. Go ahead, go ahead, do anything. I'm gonna put that in the chat because I am not taking a chance of putting this shit back up and I get kicked out of this chat again. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Every time Follow I try to yeah, so just there's there's the um the link right there so everybody can see. Um did I drop it? No, here we go. All right, Counter-Strike plug play damn. Counter-Strike pro player receives a 116-year prison sentence for fraud. Um, Shayan, call him Shay, Victorio. As she. <laughs> it's a she. Oh, it's a she. <laughs> it's a she. I think it's Cheyenne. You sure? Yeah. Oh, it is a, it is a female. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't expect that. Well, anyway, has been convicted of fraud, but is fighting the charges and won't likely, likely won't spend life in prison. A uh, former Counter-Strike professional player has been hit with a huge sentence after a conviction of fraud. Let's go down and see what happened. Um, okay. who they, She parlayed her success at, at professional Counter-Strike into a large online following. She's accused of operating a storefront that did not deliver on its sales to customers with more than 100 customers left without pay, items paid or for a refund. Despite the sentencing, well, she's from Brazil, so despite the sentencing, Brazil puts a 30-year limit on prison time for its citizens. And now she's passing the buck to somebody else, basically. I know, right? It's like she's also appealing the case, stating that her former business partners on, on the side are the plane, uh, to blame, including the ex-husband. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just so conveniently to add him in there, right? Right, of course. All right, I'm playing catch-up, so I guess we're on the... Uh, okay, I see. In a statement on our Insta page, Victorio clarifies that as she is currently in an appeals process, she's not been arrested. She'll only be taken into custody if the appeal fails, but her lawyer told Universal Online that they consider the sentence, quote, inhumane, and that they seek a new decision from the court under the guise. Uh, that is pretty severe. That... Yeah, I remember, I, you know what? Honestly, I remember seeing this. I need um, to, I need to find out how much money that they, um, that that they got off of this because that's a hundred people. I, I'm not gonna say one sixteen is suffice, but still, I, I just want to know how much money it is. As of last year, Victoria had left the world of uh, professional Counter Strike to focus on her work as a social media influencer. You know, what <laughs> you, so so here's the funny thing, right? Is like. A lot of these people that start out in the gaming industry, like Ninja's eventually going to do it. He's going to get to the point where he's not going to have to game anymore. And he's mm-hmm. just going to be a person who is a social media influencer. And she clearly had built up her clout enough to where she could become a social media influencer. But that makes me think even more that she was running some type of bullshit. She can't pass it off on others. Yo, She's I conveniently quit playing the game and became a social media influencer. Come on, fam. This is what I think this happened. I think her and a bunch of other people probably wasn't. For, I don't think that she did this all by. I mean, you, 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 you scammed a hundred over a hundred customers and didn't pay. I don't think it was just her. She may be in the right by saying she's blaming former former business partners, quote unquote business. I, I think they all got into this together, and she they probably set her up to have her name on everything. Yeah, I think they I think they hip to do it. And they and they told her that this was another way for her to kind of pocket some money and run a scam. And I think she knew all about it. I don't think she over I thought I think she pretty much 
oversaw it like she was the overseer here. Yeah, either that, or either, either that or somebody else oversaw it and had it in her name. Yeah. She she probably did one of those things I try to do when it comes to the stock market. You know, stay on something until it grows to its biggest potential and then sell it. I will. Yeah. All right. So I don't, I, this is the, to me. I, I'm just. I need to know how much money that was involved. And then and I can see the sentence in because I mean you gotta understand. I don't know if y'all know how this is. Oh, how Counter Strike works. Counter Strike is a very they make a lot of money off Counter Strike with microtransactions. The thing about microtransactions with Counter Strike, they're legit. They're not like no loot box gambling or anything. Whatever you buy, you buy. Now, I don't know if you guys know the story about T Martin. T Martin was a guy that actually ran a storefront that actually had it like they were gambling or they were selling skins, like skins of the guns or whatever or the weapons. Mm-hmm. And they were selling them back. They were selling them back. They were selling them back for real legit money. And that went down like a couple of years ago. So it was more like you buy this and you get that. But they had to go on an offline a a different site to make it a loot box type thing. Because Counter Strike themselves don't do the loot box thing. Yeah, I found I found another article. What's that? Let me send this to the DM. So so that's what um yeah, that's what I'm saying. See, Pooh even knows. Like, dude made his name off of the, the whole... Um, yeah, he did Call of Duty, too. Yeah, I mean, he was, like, really big. I don't know if they're still doing it, but T-Mart, somebody ratted him out, and it was, like... It was a Bro, big deal. They said she did this shit for four years. Yeah, she did it oh, from yeah. 2013 to 2017. It says mm-hmm. it in the, it says it in the uh, initial... And she, she, she played 10 years. She played the game 10 years. She looked like she up to no good though. <laughs> I was just about to say that. I was like, look at the picture. You can tell that bitch is a little key a scammer. Yeah, she, she looked like she, 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 she probably got an OnlyFans page now. <laughs> yeah, she's scamming people more ways than one if that's the case. Snap, Snapchat premium. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come and snipe up for my Snapchat premium. I know, right? I remember that. <laughs> But, um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, when you look at this, I, like I said, at the you end got of like Pornhub for free out here. And... No, that's, that's Pornhub for pay. That's what that's. No, but what I'm saying is, it's like, why are these people when you got paying these people yeah. Yeah, premium that, that, this and OnlyFans, and they got and Pornhub just all over the place. And that's free. not and, that, and like I said, it, it's I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, you know, that's a. That's a different subject for another day. I don't get it why these people are paying these women for that. I mean, I'm not saying like, look, they may have, you know, some men may feel like they have gifts that they want to tip. I I get it. But you paying a monthly subscription for something that you can get just by, you know, Googling. I I, I don't get it. I mean, Mm. you you can use that money to do something else. (laughs) Yeah, like like, like pay a hooker. (laughs) Fuck. I don't know, man. Look at some virtual shit. Yeah. I don't know, man. You, you you pay for something like that, you might get get something back, and it's not a refund. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, they giving presents you you'll never forget, man. All right. you, you, you never forget. You got that right. <laughs> so, oh, man, you it, it, can I, die happy all you want. You, yeah, right. I, my my thing is, I I need to know. Like how much money that they scam people out of? It had to be a ridiculous amount. It had to be to be 110. I mean, 116 years. I mean, I that I think because see, once I find out how much money they got off of this, then I can understand the actual sentence. Because if I find out they got everybody for a dollar, then I'm like, you know what? 
They said the maximum she can spend in jail, in jail was three, thirty right? years. Yeah, I, thirty. Yeah. yeah, you know that that's Brazilian law. I get it. You know, but that's that, another yeah. thing about Brazil. You know, you well, but that a lot but, of but stuff once, down there. But once again, that goes to tell you if thirty years is the max, but they gave her one sixteen. How severe was the crime then? That makes you want to think. You know what I mean? Like if. See, that's why I'm looking it up now. I'm trying to see. Like, if you find out how much money they got off of this, I need to know because I mean, because it has to be in uh, a substantial amount. If it's 30 years is the max, but they gave them damn near, you know, you know, four oh, yeah. times the the, the, the sentence. Hmm. So I mean, you know, because logically they'd be like, okay, you get 30 years go, but we're going to give you 116 to make sure your punk ass never get out. So it had to be something. All right, that's just me. Um, anything else you y'all got? I mean, we got a uh, bitch. Better start OnlyFans, like I said. She better hurry up because they're coming to get them. I got a pill up. Um, but uh, seriously, if you have a PC, I highly recommend getting on um, Counter Strike just to play casually. It's a really good game to play still to this day. I think this game came out like in two thousand three. It's still um very well supported within the uh the community. And every time I go on Steam and I look at um, like top sellers or recently updated, it's always like somewhere you know in the top twenty or something. And I, I just find that like crazy that it, people still like still play this game. It's either top selling them or, or, or recently updated or mostly played. I, I don't get it, but people still love this game. Um, I highly recommend it. It, it is it's usually cheap. Um, y'all got anything else? Did somebody say something about coronavirus in the in the chat? I don't know. I thought I thought I saw the word in the chat. Never mind. <sighs> he said funny. if she had done gaming as a side thing to make, <laughs> make extra money, dumb bitch. <laughs> I, think, I think that's what it sounded like. That's what it started as until they started frauding people. Okay, hold up. I did some digging. All right, what Let's we got? See. Okay, so I had to take this directly off the Brazilian uh, article, so I had to translate it. Yeah, tra- okay, I see, I see the Universal Online one. Yeah, I think so. Um, let's see. The TV FMOSO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the yeah. Universal one. Okay. Okay, so it says it's not counted or value of 116 customers credited. So pretty much it was, I think, 116 counts, I think, served a year each. Okay, because it's so okay. Consumers and absurd and does not amount to. I don't know what the currency is down in Brazil. I don't know if it's pesos or whatever, but it was like fifty. Yeah, I 000. see it right there. It said as a as the D as counts in the D, the value of these hundred and sixteen consumers were credited in court, and several lawsuits are filed by Vega. I mean, Mega yeah, it's credit for loans in non-public areas returned due to arbitrary acts that are being discussed in, in yeah, travel. This I don't a, think the translation is, is exact. It's not a good but, one, yeah. But yeah, so it looks like around like 50,000, 50, whatever. I don't know if it's pesos or I don't know if it's uh, whatever so they are in Brazil. So 50,000 pesos is only like $2,000. I just looked it up. So they do pesos in Brazil? To see, guess. that's the thing. That's Hold up. Let me see. But you got also got to understand U.S. money down there is worth a lot. See. The Brazilian currency, Brazilian real. That's what the R. That's what the R is. Real. Yeah, that's what it is. It's the official currency of Brazil. 
It's sub divided into a hundred centavos. So it's eight thousand. So it's about nine thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay, about nine thousand dollars. Yep. One hundred sixteen years for nine thousand dollars. Damn. That's, that's that's a bit much. She just needs that is. If anything, if anything, I think she probably should get like three years. You know? yeah, just go so pussy, man. She would have definitely made a lot more doing that. I mean, she's not. I mean, she's 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 not a good looking. She's not I mean. I'm not. She's and not the thing good. is, it's not like wow. anybody. I mean, I, I meant to say she actually is a good looking girl. So I, mean, I was about to say like she ain't that nice looking. <laughs> I'm like, she wouldn't have been frauding anybody unless she had some fake parts on her. But um, well, shit, she's giving out fake sales. She had to have some fake parts. Well, shoot, bitch, hey, fake like, Remember that one chick that was uh selling everybody her bath water? Oh hell no! Nah. <laughs> that shit was disgusting. If somebody drank it. Somebody bought it. Somebody, somebody actually bought it, and they did it on the YouTube channel, showing that they got it in the mail. Like what? Yeah, that's nasty. Yeah, what? What are your thoughts about episode five and six of the Last Dance? I, you know, I'm, 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 I'm gonna let y'all do y'all thing because you know me. I, I, I'll just say this: I am enjoying the documentary, and I'll leave it at that. Well, this was the, uh, the, the inside edition. Of the documentary because then we got a little bit more into you know jordan's dark side you know not because he's dark skinned but i'm just saying because you got to uh hear about his gambling issue and we also got to hear a little bit about you know him and scotty and then uh Going off on uh, Tony Kukoc, we also the icing out of Isaiah Thomas, uh, which I think was clarified that it wasn't just Michael or Scotty. I think somebody clarified that it was also Magic, Larry, and I think another person that was icing out Isaiah, which honestly I could care less because, you know, it's Isaiah Thomas who really gives a fuck at this point. But, um, but yeah, I liked it because they, let's see, I would say that this week, it really showed me more about Tony Kukoc as a player and how he was more respected than I thought he was on the Bulls because of the fact that Jordan and Pippen went at him. And it was really because of Jerry Krause. It was just because Jerry Krause liked him. Uh, like Tony Kukos and was trying to sign Kukos to a contract before, you know, working with Pippen. That's what really got Jordan and Kukos to really go at. Uh, that, that's one thing Tony, I will say. Jordan and Pippen to go at Kukos. That's one thing I will say real quick. Um, the Tony Kukos aspect of the documentary was really interesting because that's something that I, I low-key did not know. And what I liked about it is the fact that he came back and he played a better game. And you oh, do yeah, that, that too. Like, you do that against guys like that. I mean, there's no way you cannot get respect. I mean, he did a really good job of coming back after they, they, they pushed him around the first time, you know. So, I, I will give him props for that. But that, that's one interesting part of because uh, everything else is pretty much common knowledge, but I did not know about the, the cool coach thing. But like, you know what? In a way, I felt like Jordan kind of distanced himself from the way Pippen handled it. 
because he, yeah. he was, didn't he also say oh, i don't think the way scotty took it was was fair at all you know i was just, yeah i'm like i'm thinking like i said with jordan it was about kraus i mean Pippen, but, but, it was but about you, saying, you think this guy's gonna replace me yeah, and that's what i'm about to say I, I think that's what it was about more because there was already rumblings about them not trying to keep Pippen from the beginning you know mm-hmm. so i I can understand that, but I, I do like the toughness of cool. It made me look at Tony Kulich in a different light because we kind of knew with him being on the Bulls, we saw him as like de facto the fourth wheel. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, he we kind of saw him as a guy that actually could have went somewhere else and actually played pretty decent. Would he have been a superstar? No, but we knew that he he had a, he had gained to, to, to give you at least seventeen and nine. But you know what? You know, with that aspect, uh, remember when Jordan was out of the league for the, for that year and a half, Tony Kukoc in a, in a playoff game against the Knicks hit the game winner. And surrounding that whole game winner is the fact that Scottie Pippen, since he wasn't getting the ball, chose to set, set out that play, which right. to this day is still a bitch move. I'm like, yeah. Look, yeah, yeah. you're supposed to be number two. You were number two when Jordan was here. You, you were anointed number one while he was gone. And because you weren't getting the ball, you chose to set out. You probably would have missed the shot anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> I was just like, you know, Pippen, you're still a bitch for that to this day. Yeah, I, I'm also a Jordan. I can hold grudges too. <laughs> Those. I know you got a lot to say. What are your thoughts? Especially on that gambling shit. Um, I mean, I, I'll say this again. This documentary is put together really well as far as the production and how they present it. I just have an issue with how they're presenting some things, but I mean, that's not going to change. Um, I think that what David Aldridge said about Jordan's gambling was utterly ridiculous because you can't say that, oh, he has it clearly. You know, $10 to us is like uh, 10000 to Jordan is like $10 to us. It's like, yeah, well, he still had gambling does, so clearly it's not. Um. Then on top of that, you know, I think I think that I said this on Twitter, the the going to the going to Atlantic City thing to me is only a big deal because of the fact that it's during a playoff series. Now, I get why he's saying he did it. I don't believe it. But, I mean, I have no choice but to take him at his word as far as that's concerned. He wanted to get away from the series. I already said I think the motherfucker was point shaving. And the only reason I think mm. that is because as as competitive as he was, you can't tell me that Jordan didn't say, you know what, I'm so good, I can point shave, play like shit in certain parts of these games, and we still gonna beat these motherfuckers. We're down two zip. Okay, cool. I think he's point shaving. It'll never be proven. He'll never admit it. I think he was. Uh it was a completely different Jordan in those next four games. That was a switch that even Michael Jordan couldn't flip based on some type of emotional hardship or things like that, that motherfucker was just like, all right, kitty, kitty games is over. Uh, y'all can go back to the kitty table where you belong. Uh, there's levels to the shit. And I think that's what he did. And look, I respect him for that. I don't have any issue with a dude shaving points. Um, you know, I, I mean, look, you want to bet, you want to make money on the side. Who am I to say any different? He's great enough to do it. I believe he could. I think he did. Um, but what David Alders said about the gamble, I think was utterly ridiculous. Um, I think there were mad semantics, I, I, like for the people that were talking about it, 
and not necessarily Jordan, because mm-hmm. I heard, oh, he has a he has a comp he has a competitive right. He's addicted to competition. And he has a competitive problem. I was like, no, even to this day, yes, he doesn't even understand problem. that he's addicted to it. He's a, he ha- it's like that's what I'm saying. It's like, bro, you have a gambling problem, and then it's even okay. Wasn't it, wasn't it, was it Kerr or was it Paxson that, that talked about the fact that they were playing for $10 and if, yeah, Paxson talking about they playing at the front of the bus, uh, front of the plane for like $10. They're playing it back, joining them for 10,000. That was funny though. It wasn't enough to, to take, to play for 10,000, but it was just like, oh, they got money too. Even though it's hey, Jordan, hey, the way he said it, though, is like, why you want to play with us? He says, because I want your money. My <laughs> I want pocket. your money in my pocket. <laughs> that, that was funny. Because <laughs> the thing is, to me, it's like, okay, think about it from this perspective. If, if Jordan, if Jordan was, if he had a competitive problem, if he had a competitiveness problem, rather than a gambling problem, then the gambling part would not apply in these golf games to the point where he knows he's not that good at golf compared to professional golfers, and he would be driving that price up. Competitiveness would say, oh, no, I'm just going to beat you because I'm going to beat you. I'm not going to go into this as Michael Jordan, the basketball player, and think I'm going to beat you know Tiger Woods as an example, the golfer, for however much money. He's not that stupid. He has a gambling problem because it gives him a rush of adrenaline. I don't, and a lot of people are like that. I, I don't I, I'm not gonna say that he still has it, but at the time it was it was obvious. Nah, no, I'm still in denial. I think he's still in denial. No, I, I, I think, but I think he was smiling denial. when he was saying no, my I, thing, I have a competition problem. No, this is what I'm saying. Like now we don't hear like recent stories, but it was obvious back then he did. No, but what I'm saying, but but that's what I'm saying is I think I think he's in denial about back then. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I do agree with that. Oh, I, I definitely. I mean, I do because when I mean because when we all know the situation when he a lot of people wanted to say that because his dad passed away and he was grieving because his dad wanted to watch him play baseball. I never heard that, and I you know I never heard that at, even I'm back then. Get to that. Get to that. So I never heard that back then, but we knew that. Like, um, what's his name? Uh, who said that in the chat? Hold on, let me look at it. Where is it? Oh, Daniel Daly said the dude was in an interview with the Shades. Yo, like, that, I that, forgot that, about like, that interview. I that, was interview like, like, that interview right there is like, your ass look guilty as shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, 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 just, but just think about that. I'm going to go back to the point shave and shit for a minute. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the first two games they lose in New York, where they pretty much always dominated, even in the series that they were close, like he still played well, right? And then – he decides instead of rallying the troops that he himself is going to take his ass to Atlanta City without anybody else. Right. And then all of a sudden he pops back up and he's like, all right, y'all motherfuckers ready to win the series? That's what I think. <laughs> right, 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 exactly. I, I think it was, you know, I need to give them something to talk about to take away the the pressure, not the pressure, but the attention from how – Poorly, I played in certain parts of this game because then it would, I mean, kind of be too obvious. So let me go to Atlantic City real quick. I'll take the pressure off my teammates and I'll put it on me because I can handle it. I'm the best in the world. I think that's what it was. And it was also the fact that, yes, he has a fucking gambling problem. And he included his daddy in it because his daddy said, hey, maybe we should go down to Atlantic City. Oh, his eyes lit up. Oh, hell yeah, we should. So it's like, 
it's like for me, like I'm like, that's where I look at his greatness, and I'm like, this motherfucker stayed out till let's call it 2 a.m. Came back and gave these niggas work. Right. Work for the next four games. Just work, nigga. So it's like I was impressed. Like 93 Jordan to me is the best version of Jordan. Like there's no way you can do that shit and not be the best version of yourself. Like that motherfucker was just on another level. And they said it themselves. They said he understood that at that point he was just there to win them the game. He was there to, in certain situations, be himself. But he didn't have to do it for 48 minutes like he used to have to. Man, I just, so, looked, up, I just looked up and saw what Pooh just said. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to overlook that. I'm going to overlook that. But, okay, so, so let's, talk about, let's talk about this Clyde Tretzler series. Oh, because the 92 series, the 92 series. Okay, look, if it was in this generation and I was obviously the age I am now, and them motherfuckers are trying to compare Clyde Dressler to Michael, Jordan, I would slap the fuck out of somebody. Michael Jordan was as offended as I am about that shit. <laughs> he gave Clyde Dressler work like every other superstar gave Clyde Dressler work. Clyde Dressler. Yeah. Didn't show up in one single major important series that his team needed him to. The Trailblazers could have made the finals for five straight fucking years, and Clyde Dressler underperformed when it mattered. Why they say that Jordan was one and Clyde was number two when Clyde was averaging twenty six and five, especially with Charles Barkley in in the twenty six and five when nobody <laughs> else take a no 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 wait a minute not not twenty six. 20 points, six rebounds, and five or six. Tw- 20 points. 20 points. 20 what? points in the West where these motherfuckers are shut <laughs> getting up, yo. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, how is he number two well, He wasn't in 92? Even, he wasn't even better than Alex English in the 80s. Then you get to the 90s. It's like, come on, bro. And and also what I talked about with NYKia, you know, NYKia, um, you know, he posted something. He's like, you know, he's top, he was top five during his generation. But – can we sit and name five reputable shooting guards? I'll take that back. He was having 25. I'll take that back. But but can we name five reputable shooting guards from back then? And that's excluding Jordan. No, I, like I said, back then it was him and, and Jordan, honestly. It was him, Jordan, and Dumars. And Dumars wasn't a scorer like that. Yeah, Dumars wasn't that guy, yeah. Alex English was that guy in the 80s as far as, like, you know, scoring the basketball. But, I mean, you know, the 80s – wasn't the time for shooting guards. Jordan was that guy. And it wasn't just because he was better than everybody else, it's because really there just weren't guys in that position. Um, but he obviously was better than everybody else. Fighting um, like uh, Bills is going to wake up the sleeping dog with the Clyde slander. Hey, you know. Hey, look, look, he going to wake up and do a breakdown video before he wake up and say something to me. Oh. Hey, you, you, are, you already know. You, you, are, you already know how, how Apex love. He loves the Clyde Drexler, boy. He, yep. he, he loves one-handed bandits. Hey, he, he love, he love him, bro. <laughs> Who got cooked by Larry Bird with a bad back in 92? And only left-handed. And bird right. right-handed, but it's like and bird and bird in front of that game. It's just like, you know what? I don't feel like shooting right-handed today. I got I got Clyde on me. I go left. So, so the thing is, and, and here's the thing: like, I, this is the one shot I'll take at the Jordan stands. They uplift Drexler 
to basically they 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 bolster his legacy to talk about the guys that Jordan went through. I'm sorry, Drexler ain't the guy that you're gonna use to to bolster Jordan's legacy. There's plenty of other motherfuckers you can use. Please don't use Clyde Drexler. If that's anything, all. if anything, you have a better chance of using Barkley because Barkley. Use Barkley. See, that's what I see. That's what I was saying. Use the magic in '96. Number two with Charles Barkley in the league. Bro, it's crazy to me. So, um, yeah, I think the the only other interesting part to me that really stood out was the end where Jordan was talking about, oh, uh, you know, uh, it's not fun being Michael Jordan. Oh, I, I knew this. Was I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I call bullshit. You can't tell me that whoever's listening to this podcast would not be fine with sitting in the fucking most expensive suite of the hotel with the most expensive suit, making the most money on the on the best team. I'm sorry, bro. I get that the public eye is something that becomes poisonous after a while. But the thing is, you can't say all that. You say you retired because you wanted to get out of the limelight, and then you go and play baseball. I'm sorry. There's a disconnect here. Because wait a minute. His, wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's changed like three times, bro. Let me see. Hold on. Oh, never mind. Hey, Barkley was averaging 23 and 11 in 92. Bro, Barkley averaged 10 boards for 90% of his career. And then he had that, uh, what was it, that 93 uh, 93 playoffs. won MVP. Yeah, 93 season he won MVP. But the stretch of playoff games, the stats. Oh, well, 94 man. he had 94 he had 56 on the on the Warriors, and they weren't a horrible defensive team back then. That was, a, that was like I mean, Chris Mullins. You, you, uh, what's that, Spreewell on the team at that point? No, uh, Mitch uh, Mitch oh Mitch, no, Mitch! Yeah, yeah, Mitch, yeah, Mitch, Mitch Richmond, oh, yeah. God, that was the other number two. Oh, the Don. That was the, actually, Mitch was the. Be- I thought I always thought Mitch was the better number two than Clyde. But, you know, <laughs> really. Mitch uh, Richmond, hey, listen, was listen. Not, I'm, I, I'm not gonna say. I'm, time, I'm like, I just. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna Clyde Drex. People would seem like they bring up Clyde Drexler because of his nickname. Yeah, I'm not going to say his actual game. Yeah, I'm not gonna say disagree, but you're like one of the first person to say that, like. Mitch over Clyde. I can't say I can't say for a whole career, but I would say Mitch Richmond. He was nice now. Had certain years where it's like, really, all my fuckers talking about Clyde Drexler. And not only that, I mean, some years when you like look at him, like, yo, he he's definitely like top one two. Mitch Richmond was nice at one point. Now I will I will say that, you know, I mean, good. He was good. Yeah, Drexler just I I just think he gets dead and then. You also got to bring up the fact that, and his name actually popped up in the middle of the documentary just in passing. But, you know, if Petrovic doesn't die in a horrific auto accident. Man, yo, dude was Curry before Curry. Drazen, Drazen yeah. gave uh, Jordan work one time. Yeah, he did. He so did. We're, we're, we're talking about a bunch of people we can probably bring up before we bring and, up and, Clyde and, Drexler. And, and that, that draws in Petrovic against Jordan. I think that video is on YouTube when he actually. I, no, no, no. Well, I wouldn't go that far. Nick Anderson was a bum in, in certain cases. Hold on. Ain't, ain't Nick Anderson the one that missed the four free throws? In a row. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, he, 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 he gets nah. no love. Yeah, he out of here. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, Dressler is like, it's like I could easily name 10 guards that are better than him. I mean, fuck. It's easy. So, 
for them to make it seem like, oh, it's Clyde versus MJ. Get the fuck out of here. It's Clyde versus MJ, and Clyde's about to get cooked. And, <laughs> and literally, literally, the media did that to Clyde because they hyped it up. And they made it seem like that. And Magic Johnson made it seem like that. And that's why Magic said I had that conversation with Jordan the night before. He's like, "You already know I'm about to give this motherfucker to work." Yeah, I need to get my <laughs> I need to get my Draws and Petrovic jersey again. I I let my cousin get it, and he that's never gave it Nets back. Had to, didn't at one point they have like a sky blue jersey for yeah, that nothing yeah. dope, bro. Yeah, don't want the yeah, don't want the ninety two, ninety three. That, that, that yeah. Derek Coleman, Derek Kenny Coleman, yeah, Kenny Anderson. Oh, Derek yeah. Coleman, Kenny Anderson. Damn. Yeah, I need I need I need to get my jersey back. I I just noticed I just remember I let him borrow it. He probably don't have it anymore. Bitch. So so the thing with Mitch Richmond was he was coming into his own. They blew his knee out. Yeah. And yeah. then you and then he played for the Wizards. They played for the Wizards. This this next jersey is amazing. Um, but that but then the other thing was the West was like really, really tough back then. So the Kings weren't ever gonna get oh, let me tell you back. something. The the early nineties, man, the, the, the West was just nasty, man. Yeah. Then I mean the West didn't start to cool off until like shit really like mid nineties really when the Jazz started winning. But before yeah, then, yeah, because at that point the West was fucking top heavy as hell. Right. Well, before then, like 91, 94, between those times, too. It, like they say, like right now, how it was tough to get out the West, like in the mid two thousands. It was I can you can make an argument it was just as tough back then. But but you know what though, that's why. Um, this is a little off topic, not really. This is why I put the 01 Lakers as one of the greatest teams of all time because you look at that playoff run, the only game they lost was Iverson scoring 48 in the first game of the finals. They swept the Blazers, they swept the Spurs, they swept the Kings in a row, right? Oh, I mean, the Lakers was nasty, yeah. I agree. So, like, that's insane. Um, but none of those teams were built to beat the, the Bulls. People no. can debate the Rockets all they want to. I'm sorry. No, One guy. I, and I'd be trying to tell Uno this because you know Uno's from Houston. He loves he loves the Rockets. I was like, uh-huh. look, if it wasn't for Jordan, quote unquote, departure, they could have possibly won eight in a row. I think uh I think the Magic beat them that first year. Second. No, I think they beat them that first year, though. I'll give them the, I, I, I'll give them the second one. No, I it think, was the, it was the Knicks. The you talking about the, that? No, beat no, the I'm, Bulls? Saying, I'm saying I think they would. Oh, okay. I, 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 if Jordan would have stayed, I give the I give the Magic a fighting chance. The second. Oh, I think I think the Pacers in one of those years might beat the Bulls. I just possibly. think the Bulls were kind you know, of possibly. That's probably I, I I can agree with that. I mean you know me. What? I mean I, I'm not trying to look at this through my my bulls goggles because I am I biased. But I mean to be fair, if you was to give them to, I I think the Magic in '95 would have probably done it because the first time it would have been the first time, but the second time I think they could have got them, and right. in, in the Pacers easily because the Pacers was already like they were ready. And the they, were, they, they were they were a little bit more, right top to bottom to pretty much win a title. Right, that's what I'm saying. Right, I can, I give the Pacers the first go around in '94, but in '95, I think the I think the Magic would have you know took chalked that up as ex, at his as experience and, and got him the second go around. Oh, that's a good question. Okay, Ravens Nation said, "Do you think the late '90s Spurs with Tim Duncan and David Robinson would have beaten the Bulls?" Hmm. What y'all? No, think? I I don't I don't. Well, so we're, so we're, so we're ba- so, no, were, wow. no, it's not even that. So we're basically talking about the the team didn't break up in '98, and they played no. Yeah, yeah, that's right. 
The but the team didn't break up in '98 and went up against the Spurs in '99. Nah, I think the Bulls would beat them. I think. I think. Hmm. Here's the issue. Damn, what? That wound up being the strike short in the season, isn't it? Yeah, that's the strike season. I think wow. the Bulls would beat them. I think the Bulls would have got them. The issue with the Bulls would oh, be probably fatigue. Well, well, that because remember how many years they went to the finals in a row. But now, mind you, now mind you, this is a short season. Now, if it's all eighty-two, then I no. But we're talking about like continual fatigue going back to back to back, and then you talk about Jordan and Pippen who have done it twice. But 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 with a shortened season, I mean, yeah. But but here's the thing. Also, BF, remember, let's say they didn't break up and somehow they brought everything back together. There was still turmoil, so it would Mm -hmm. be ninety-eight all over again. Mm Hmm. Plus more time for that shit yeah. to fail because it was yeah. a strike. But then let's look at the matchups. I mean, holy shit, who's guarding Duncan? Who's guarding Robinson? Uh, Sean, not- Sean Elliott will be get neutralized and Jackson get the fuck out of here. But <laughs> Avery Johnson driving and kicking is a bit of an issue. And like I said, they're gonna kill the Bulls in the fucking post. I mean, that's yeah, gonna be terrible. That, yeah, because at that point, the game itself is changing. That'll be interesting to see. I mean, it, I, it, it would be interesting, and I could say that maybe the Bulls sneak out in seven, but holy shit, they're going to give up 20 and 10 to both them dudes. Shoot, and that, that might be enough with the rest of that supporting cast for the Spurs that year to, I don't know, man. It, it, would, really, it would really be tough because, the, you know, the finals format was 2-3-2 two, two, still at that yeah. point. Yeah, so so two, three, if, three. if Chicago... But you, but you figure the Spurs get the, the home court, right? So... Because so, they're in the West with the top heavy ass West. But you know what? It it would favor the Spurs to not have home court advantage. So they can get that three in the middle because I see that they can they wouldn't, if, if steal they, if they, one if, in Chicago. If, yeah, if they if they beat the if they beat the Bulls, you're right. They're gonna and need then, that. They're gonna need that format to be because it would be tougher to beat the the Spurs it, it three straight games in their arena than it was the Sonics. Yeah. If it was the and, other way around, if it was the other way have, around, if it was the other way around, the Spurs would have a problem. Okay, let's go a year forward. Two thousand Lakers or ninety-eight Bulls? Mm, I think because now you basically have Shaq. You have Kobe, who obviously wasn't scared. We already saw that in the ninety-eight All Star game. Now I, I think the so, two thousand Lakers would take them. The fatigue definitely sets in. At that point, yeah. But like, hold up, hold up. You're looking, hold at, up. you're looking at a team that pretty much uh, younger, not only younger, but they're a little more experienced as well because you got to understand what Shaq went through with the with the Magic. And then you see the other people around them. Horace Grant's on that team. But wait yeah. a minute, hold up. But here's the thing. If we're talking mm-hmm. about, like, if the Bulls continued on to that point, so the Lakers don't have Phil Jackson. They're not running the triangle. Well, that's true too. You're talking about what's his face? Uh, well, yeah, that, yeah, that's not a fair white haired dude. Yeah, that's not a fair comparison because Phil Jackson. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta I was looking yeah. at that. Yeah, because... I gotta ask that. Okay, that's true. That's yeah, true. I didn't, I didn't think about that either. Yeah, if, I mean, if yeah. you were just talking about the two teams, like as far as okay, Phil Jackson's coaching both teams, and yeah. you got the triangle being ran. It's the triangle versus the triangle, which we still have not seen yet. Right. I think if yeah. I think if we look at it that way, the only issue that would that, that the Lakers would present to them is uh Shaq. I mean, Shaq is ooh, man. I mean, that's 
Shaq almost beat them a couple times by himself. Like yeah. before Anthony, uh, before Penny got there, like mm-hmm. before Penny like got into his own. Ugh. I mean, I don't you know. know. What? I just thought about this. Why hasn't there been? Why has there only been just one team in a certain given time period that's ran the triangle? Like one team, because the last team would have run it with a with the Knicks. People but don't. That was yeah. Believe in it. They just don't. They don't believe in it, and it's too hard to teach, and it takes up too much time. But it it, it would have been more possible in the early, maybe in the early, like in the late nineties, early two thousands. But yeah. you know, I, I I could see it not being, you know, believable. Um, later on, especially watch the Knicks run it. Oh God, I'm like two K actually pulled that off as far as how they weren't Jeez. able to run it. <laughs> right. Because the ball would go right to Carmelo, and all of a sudden it was st- it was to stall out. I wanna I wanna um I'm gonna send. Did you get that picture that I sent to the DM uh, VF? We're not gonna share the screen, obviously. So there's a picture that I sent. Magic Johnson, uh, Charles Barkley. I'm sorry. Said Magic Johnson is the greatest point guard ever, but he's a freak of nature. Isaiah Thomas and John Stockton are the two best pure point guards ever. What do y'all think about that? I, hmm. I can agree with that. I, I I can agree. I can agree with that. Yeah, I I don't have a problem with that. I I just have a problem with uh, Charles Barkley's statement prior to possibly talking about that because I know he was uh, capping, mad capping for for MJ, uh, at the beginning. You know, after the documentary went off, and I, mm-hmm. I tweeted about it because the way Barkley was talking. He was talking in like his cadence was the same throughout the whole thing. And it was just like it just didn't seem authentic what he was saying, even though I, I you know, there's there's no argument with what he was saying. But I just felt like he didn't really want to go out there and say it or I don't know. I know that him and MJ are no longer friends because of, you know, statements that Barkley has said that, you know, I, I, and me and Bill's talked about this beforehand. I know mm-hmm. I brought up the whole fact that he, he was critical of his management skills, but then Bill's brought up the point of the fact that, you know, Barkley is not a yes man. Well, before, was trying we get, to, yeah. well, before we get into Barkley, let's talk about the, the, the statement about um, Stockton and Zeke, because the thing is, Okay, so when I think pure point guard, I think the job of a point guard in general is to put your team in the best position to score. Now, that could be passing or scoring. Uh-huh. Um, I, I think that's what a pure point guard is. He's not overly scoring. He's not overly distributing. He's doing it based on the feel of the game, dictates pace, et cetera, et cetera. Stockton, I, I have no issue with him in that place, but – I think people are being a bit harsh with Jason Kidd. Yeah, because to tell you the truth, if there's no carbon loan, there's no Stockton. That's what I'm saying. The pick and roll was a staple of that team, and mm-hmm. if Stockton has to step up and score even five more points per game, that team's going to fail. Um, I'm like, who's going to pass it to, Hornacek? Jason Kidd had no dominant post guy his entire career damn near until he got to Dirk and he was washed by then. No disrespect to J-Kid, but come on. He already played like 18 years. 
So yeah, can you I forgot, yeah, because I forgot Derek Coleman was someplace else by the time but uh, Dale Daly came into Dale Daly. The thing is, it's not that he couldn't score, but we're talking about a different type of scoring now. This isn't scoring because you can, this is scoring because you have to. Jason Skid scored certain games because he had to. He had no second option. Kenya Martin isn't a guy you throw the ball into a post and say, well, weak east. I mean, he had to get through Indiana. He had to get through Philadelphia. He had to get through Milwaukee. All those teams had two big-time players on their team. The east definitely wasn't weak back then, bro. But you want to talk about weak? Let's talk about that Western Conference once you get past the first three or four teams. I mean – it's just what what, what 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 year are we talking about? Well, he's talking about I guess the nineties, and then Jason Kidd's Nets were early two thousands. I mean, how weak was the East really when you think about it? In the early two thousands. I mean, the, you, had, I mean the, the, you had the uh, Pacers. You had the, the Knicks. The East was pretty weak in two thousands. With the Pacers, yeah. the Knicks, the the Sixers, the early the early two thousands, yeah, they were. Because what was it? What was the net starting lineup? It was Kid Kittles, Van Kenyon, Horn, Van Horn, Kenyon Martin, and some Kendall Gill. No, 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 no. Kendall, I think, came off the bench. Okay. They had Kittles, Jefferson as a rookie, Todd McCullough as the damn starting center, and Kenyon Martin. Yeah, but wait a minute. They had Van. Wait a minute. Chris you said Van Horn. Chris Van Horn yeah. was O2, right? Think so. No, Van Horn was there before. O2, then? I think. O2 yeah. and O3. I think, I think he came in O2 and I think he stayed in O3. I mm-hmm. mean, I don't think I don't think the East was as weak. I mean, especially when you consider those teams were built for playoff time. The Knicks uh, had the Knicks had Patrick Ewing, Allen Houston, and Latrell Sprewell. And two of those players were at their peak. I think I think I think the East had good teams. I just don't think they're as strong as we think they were. No, they weren't as strong as the West, but I think as far as like looking at the Nets team and the fact that they were getting the first seed every year is what's impressive to me. I mean, those dudes were getting to the finals back to back years, and you just knew they weren't going to win. But the teams that they went through just mm-hmm. to get there, I mean, I, I I think that Jason Kidd doesn't get enough credit for the fact that I mean, and then look at he averaged six boards for his career as a point guard. Right. But to go back to the conversation, pure point guard, I think Oscar Robinson has to be in that conversation. Uh-huh. Um, Zeke, to me, wasn't really a pure point guard. He was – he could do it, but he carried the scoring load a lot of nights. So – but Charles Barkley also, after they didn't include the full quote, he was basically talking about guys of guard height. That's what he meant by pure point guard. He was talking more so about height. Mm-hmm. So I mean, Stockton, I, I can't argue with. Chris, somebody said Chris Paul. Eh, eh, mm. eh. I mean, uh, I he he's as far as regular season. I mean, doesn't get much better than Chris Paul. But we all seen the playoffs. Sure I, I just shrugged my shoulders at uh Chris Paul. Yeah, it's yeah. He's one of them guys. That's, eh, okay. So- what do, what do we take from the 93 season with Charles Barkley? Um, what, what do you guys take from that? Because uh, a lot of people was trying to compare this guy to Draymond, saying Draymond was better, saying all this stuff. I mean, I hope a lot of people who was actually watching this and thinking about Draymond was just as good as Barkley. I, I hope Charles they got Barkley, a lesson learned. Charles Barkley was a problem. Draymond Green 
was a problem to his own team. I was say. <laughs> so right. we can stop it right there if you really want to just call it for what well, it is. Well, here's the thing. So I think former players have kind of done this and made it this type of culture where rings, no matter how you got them, are created equal. And I think that's bullshit. Right. Because then in that case, that means Robert Ory has the right to talk shit to somebody. Or Steve Kerr. Or Steve Steve Kerr. So it's like, I mean, shit, how many of the Celtics got carried to the Hall of Fame and carried to nine rings? At least Bill Russell. Man, listen, man. When when Rick Fox start talking, everybody shut up because he got the rings. Right. (laughs) I mean, shit, everybody gonna listen to Charles Haley in the NFL too? (laughs) Right. I mean, it's so Draymond saying, well, he has no rings, so he he can't talk to me. Motherfucker, nobody wants to talk to you. You have no credentials. If, this, if, dude, this dude if, would never dude would never put up the numbers that Charles Barkley put up in his career. Draymond Green wouldn't be on a roster in the 80s. Man, all I know is that Charles Barkley was the number one option. Draymond Green... Just couldn't even sniff number one action. I guarantee you, Draymond Green would not make any top contenders roster in the eighties. He would. He could. Him he could uh, make one no. now. Damn the eighties. <laughs> make one now. Man, Draymond Green could not carry a team. Charles Barkley was able to carry the Phoenix Suns and to we're not the even finals. At, and we're not even looking at stats. <laughs> like we're just looking at. Okay, look how ineffective you were without the top two players. And you have the nerve to talk about a man that first carried the Sixers, then got his way out of there, then went to Phoenix and carried them, where his third best player was fucking Richard Dumas. <laughs> okay, now KJ was a problem. I ain't going to come at KJ. I ain't going to talk to That man dunked on Akeem Olajuwon. KJ was the man, okay? Oh, but yeah, you, I mean, Kevin, Kevin Johnson was dope. Was like, but you had KJ, you had Chuck as the main guy, you had Dan Marley pitching in, but holy fuck, you had Dan Marley guarding Michael Jordan once again. Bulletin board material. That's why he got cooked up for fucking 55 or whatever it was, 56. Uh-huh. So, I mean, what I take from it is that I already knew Charles Barkley was a fucking problem. And his his build was not indicative of his athleticism, and his build was not indicative of his effectiveness in the post either. I look at it like this: you talk about somebody that he had an inside outside game. He was he actually one of the few, I think, one of the the first tier, like first, I would say, first generation stretch fours. If you put him at the four, I'm like he consistently made his shots. Draymond, on the other hand, you can leave him alone playing defense. <laughs> so you can, so Draymond and Green can go to hell. I compare, I compare Charles Barkley to basically Bernard King, except the difference is Chuck was a little bit wider, but they both had similar games as far as like posting round mound of sound. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, you know, they both ran the floor, and once they were, they were like a damn. Just trail uh, train just going downhill. You know, you moved out of their way because they they were dominant as far as they were just physical beasts. I mean, but yeah, I mean they both were similar to me. Uh, but Chuck, no, nah, I mean he was he was amazing. He was at six five 
the most dominant post player in the league at that time. He had he, I mean, he only had two moves, and he only needed two moves. The fade, he could face up on you, jab, boom, jumper. It's like he could drive past you. If you put small forwards on him, he, they're getting bumped out of the way. If you put power forwards, they're too slow. So it's like, come on, man, Dray, Draymond Green. I mean, come on, fam. All I know is that Charles Barkley had had signature moves. Where's Draymond's signature? His on, a signature check, on, on, a, on a check that he paid a fine oh, recently to one. His signature move kicking people in the nuts. Kicking somebody in the nuts, exactly. <laughs> kicking somebody in the nuts or flopping for a call and being mad when he doesn't get it. And Draymond it, Green, all. My, yeah. My uncle hated Draymond Green. My uncle was like, man, he just bitches too much. Shut up and play the game. She's like, geez, he the type of player that, like, if you're playing him in 2K, he would target you the whole entire game. You just have to fight him. And and he's a fake tough guy. Right. You he hit him in the mouth, he'll shut up. He's one of the motherfuckers that are NBA tough. Come he break looked, it up. He looked like he had fake teeth anyway. He looked like somebody already punched him in the That's mouth. Like, he, he's a he's a come break it up ass nigga. That's what Draymond is. I'm tough. They gonna come break it up though, so it's cool. <laughs> that, that's what Draymond is. Because when like, you lucky they hold me back. When like, LeBron nah, bowed up to you're him, you're lucky they hold you back, so you don't wind up in the hospital. <laughs> when, when LeBron bowed up to him, he ain't have shit to say. Right. Right. So I mean, uh, I'm mad you said that about Steve Smith. What do you mean, Steve Smith? He's on. Uh, I don't think he know it. He's drunk. Yeah, his Cinco de Mayo was putting his ass to sleep. I didn't say anything about Steve Smith. What are you? Okay. Oh God. Um, but no, nah, yeah, yeah. Charles Barkley, Charles Barkley's a monster, and I honestly think that 94, he was a bit better. Huh. In 94, you look at the 56 he dropped on the Warriors that year, and he knocked the Spurs out of the playoffs. I think it might have been that year. Chuck was Chuck was a problem, man. I, I think he has an argument for greatest power forward of all time. I think Tim Duncan is. But I think Charles Barkley, anybody who says Charles Barkley is not wrong. I, I'll say Charles is a close two, maybe, but definitely a three behind him and Kevin Garnett. I was going to say, I was going to ask where you put Kevin Garnett. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I'll say, I'll say Duncan Garnett Barkley. Who rounds up, <laughs> who, who, who rounds out your top five? Kevin may, 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 maybe, you know, Kevin McHale and Dirk. Oh, Dirk. Where do you put Dirk? See, that's, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't know the order, I but those are the What about the mailman? That's what I'm saying. Those, I mean, those go to bed, man. Anyway, talking about, <laughs> about the those, those are my five right there. Like, you got well, he didn't deliver, so that's Fuck that. yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, he delivered elbows. I know that much. Before I answer your question, young noble. People need to go back and watch that 2000 player, uh, that 2000 final series. Rick Smith was giving Shaq the work, and he was now. That is true. Now, I ain't gonna Rick Smith was giving Shaq the work. He was. I'll I, I, I give Rick Smith some props. He tried. Well, Pooh, besides the fact he's a deadbeat rapist, I have no issue with him. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, Noble asks, Who do you think guarded Shaq the best? Uh, I mean, Yao Ming was just for a second. Yao Ming was good for a minute. Um, Rodman did okay at one point. Rodman frustrated him for sure. Yeah, right. Oh, uh, uh, like I said, Rick, 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 Rick Smith had his moment. I'm trying to think. I can't think of too many people. Everybody really had their everybody had their moments. We know Chris Dudley didn't have a moment at all. 
Man. <laughs> Chris Dudley probably saw his life flash before his eyes when he threw that ball, but he's like, I ain't going to go out like no bitch. <laughs> right. Daniel Dudley says, Hakeem. Hakeem did okay. He, he got did. going to do that damn ball at Shaq. Right. Hakeem did okay. He had his moment. I don't know. You know, one thing that was brought yeah, up during Akeem, that, one thing that was mm-hmm. brought up during that documentary was the fact that, uh, like, some when Jordan was talking about, yeah, back, I don't know if it was Jordan that was narrating this part, but it was talking about, like, you know, being in a league where people were grown. Now it's like you had, like, real grown adults playing in the NBA at that point versus what you see now. I'm like, not saying that they're not grown, they're just not grown men playing in the NBA. You got, got a lot of finesse going on in the NBA. So you don't see the, the tough guys that you used to see. Let's talk about let's talk about Kobe and MJ for a minute. Oh yeah that's one thing we can because so, that, that that brought some people to tears. Not me but I'm just saying I think some people I thought, on Twitter I, 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 I think I, I, I think some people on Twitter was faking but that's another I well, I'm sure they be... were because I remember one person that got mad because I mentioned Kobe not not just past but I mentioned Kobe as part of a life lesson that people can learn and he had a fit because <laughs> he was like how can you turn a tragedy into you know oh, that, a life lesson like, somebody, like, like, some, like, like some people put on Twitter okay now I'm crying I didn't <laughs> so, so here's what I'll say Okay, and I'm sorry. Sappy people can take it however the fuck they want. There was zero sappy shit in that entire uh, segment with Kobe. There wasn't a single... If you blink, you missed it. There wasn't a single (laughs) thing that should draw anybody that already wasn't planning. If you weren't already planning to cry, I'm sorry, you didn't cry during that segment, okay? And this is coming from a motherfucker who... I was like, look, you know, I'm more in shock than anything... I started crying when I watched the deer basketball shit. That was completely different. You know, it, but you know what was funny? That Michael referred to Kobe as the Laker boy. <laughs> not, not, not that. <laughs> that, you know, Laker boy. <laughs> that segment was very interesting to me. Joe was like, if he played on my team, <laughs> I wouldn't pass on the ball. He was like, if he wanted the ball, he better grab a rebound or something. It was interesting that. Kobe had already been he'd already basically been identified as that kid that's not scared like he has a chip on his shoulder he's coming for everybody's head and he's gonna dunk on you he's gonna cross you whatever he's gonna come at you mm-hmm. and it's like Jordan said like let the game come to him he doesn't know that like he doesn't know what the fuck that even means right so it was interesting to see. Jordan and Kobe go up against each other, and you could tell that obviously Jordan could still pretty much own anybody that you wanted to that was checking him, but Kobe didn't back down, and Kobe played really well in that game. <clears throat> Excuse me, but I mean, I think I think looking at them too as players, Kobe was great, don't get me wrong, but I think Jordan... I think Jordan was the superior player by a pretty de- decent margin, and we're leaving legacy out of it. Well, I mean, you got to understand that Kobe, what back then it was what second, second year in. No, but I'm saying his career as a whole. I oh, think, okay, okay, okay. I think oh, yeah, Jordan, yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. I mean, you got to understand as, as talented Kobe was, and 
it's not fair to Kobe, but a lot of people look at him as second fiddle in that first three P. Yeah, in the three P, and it, it's not fair. To, it's not. I mean, yeah, it's not fair to him because it's not like he was set up to be the second fiddle. Like you, obviously, Jordan Pippen. You know, uh, Stockton Malone. I mean, they didn't win shit, but you, you, you see, like the, you know, you see like the Isaiah Dumars. Type, mm-hmm. You know who was second. Like, well, you can look at them and tell. But when you see Shaq and Kobe, you can see them as equal. But the way it played out, it played out as Kobe just ended up being second fiddle at in those three peaks. It wasn't. Pooh, it wasn't classified like that from the beginning. Pooh, I don't know. I, I don't know if I agree with that. You said if there was no MJ, there would be no Kobe. I I vehemently disagree with that. His father played in the NBA, and Kobe was playing against pros at the age of twelve in Italy. I think his, I think it, I think his, his, his. I don't think his mentality his would style have been of the play. same. His yeah, style of play because yeah, be as much as you can mimic Jordan, to if he didn't have that insight from Jordan. There'd be certain aspects of his game that wouldn't be that wouldn't have existed. But yeah, Kobe I mean, would have been Kobe. Yeah, Kobe would have been Kobe, but Kobe tells it himself. It's like, yo, he's a student of the game and he learned everything. They ain't say he learned everything, but he basically said, like, when you see Jordan, that's like big brother to me. That's that's me. Yeah. He, he basically so it's not like Kobe wouldn't have been there. It's just that Kobe's game would have been different. It probably wouldn't have been that much different because he still would have been a bona fide scorer, but I don't think it would have been to the level of the detail that we see between the two. Yeah, Kobe, like, yeah, Kobe was around that game at a very young age. He was around one of the greatest rosters of all time as far as that Sixers roster because his his um his father played on that Sixers roster with Dr. J and Bobby Jones and Daryl Dawkins. Right. right. He, he would have definitely been there, but, I mean, yeah, but, like, but the, the thing the, the, about him, the fact that he was there, he came a student of the game by default. Yeah. And that's why, like, he 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 knew the player that looked like him or yeah. he built this game around him because it was a similar build. So mm-hmm. he basically built this game around Jordan. Like, it, there's no shame in that. He even tell you there's no shame in that. That's, that's who he was. Generation, yeah. Right, that's who he was, you know. So. I, I, mean, I mean, shit, uh, people, people not – Kobe for it because Kobe was more successful. But are we gonna pretend that Michael Finley didn't try to do the same shit? He did a terrible job of it, but yeah, he did. We gonna pretend that Eddie Jones didn't try to mimic pretty much everything that Jordan did. Those were Frankenstein monsters. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not (laughs) as far as them trying to mimic Jordan. I'm not gonna say Eddie Jones did a terrible job. He just fell short. Michael Finley did a terrible job. Yeah, and when you when you see Michael Finley's game is like nowhere near Jordan, but he tried to have that drive like Jordan. He tried to, have, but his jump shot, he tried to kind of right. copy MJ's. It's right, like, it, 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 it's like it's like when you you see the Ferrari and then you try to mimic it, but you end up being that Fiero. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah, he fell short. You know? Like no. So here's the, so here's my question is. Let's talk about let's talk about all time shooting guards because I don't I I think it's a debate whether Kobe's in the top ten I would put him in but I think there are a lot of players that deserve to be but let's talk about strictly shooting guards is Kobe undisputed number two for y'all oh um because I can't think of anybody off the top of my head that has a comparable resume other than Dwayne Wade but I think he's kind of locked into that third spot for me I could say number two I yeah he I I, I can't move him from from that two spot yeah yeah I can say number two I can't 
I think, yeah, I got I got Jordan obviously one, Kobe two, D Wade three. Where you put Iverson? As a as a two. Is he, is he top five? Well, he wasn't. Shooting Guys, I'm just I don't I don't consider him a shooting okay, guard. So so Kobe, okay, uh MJ, Kobe, D Wade, who's your four and who's your five? Hmm. Because I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of people, and it's like a lot of people I I'm I'm not gonna say that he's four or five, but a lot of people don't give um uh Steve Smith a, uh no credit. That dude was mm-hmm. pretty good. Steve Smith was top five uh, in his uh, in his era for sure. Yeah, Steve Smith when he played for the Hawks, he was pretty good. Um, another what about, one. Uh, what about Reggie Miller? Reggie Miller, yeah. Um, Is Reggie Miller four or five for you? Either of y'all? Yeah, well, I, 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 can say, I, I, I can say I'm four or five. That, that man was clutch when it came down yeah. to it, and plus he, he ain't nobody was running with him. I'm like he pretty much ran up and down the court. He ran that baseline double screen, long as double screen that used to run. Killer, bro, them double screens was killer. <laughs> Literally, that because, is- he knew how to read it, and he was one of the first people that I had ever seen that would, instead of completing the full screen, bear to the corner based on how the defender read it. See, and that's what, I was actually wondering if what the trash talk. Between him and Jordan was like if Jordan was guarding him on those double screens because I'm know Jordan was like probably hissing hissing a fit. It was like God damn, I got run these screens. What the hell? It, why is anybody calling this shit? One thing I'm gonna, just one thing I'm gonna tell you. This is the one time I was pissed off for Jordan when that motherfucker Reggie Miller pushed him. Yeah, in that '98 series and caught yeah. that ball and hit that fade. I'm like, nah, that was bullshit. That oh, was about, wasn't that was that was that the game that 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 took it to Game Seven or some shit like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, that was the bullshit. I remember that. That was oh, the dumb shit. Man. Jerry West. You know what? You know what? I forgot about Jerry. Jerry West. West was good. Yeah. So I put Jerry West fourth, and I'll mm, you, put Mel, you can put Reggie five. You can put Reggie five. That's not shit. bad. Yeah, I got Reggie. What about Ray Allen? No, no, no. No? Uh, this is my problem with Ray. This is my problem with Ray Allen. Ray Allen, if Ray Allen kept his game from when he was with the Sonics and Bucks, mm-hmm. I'm right there with you. But once wait, he left, okay. him, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Joy did not push off of Russell. Let's just yeah, get yes, this clear. Did. No, yes, he didn't. He did. No, he didn't. DJ, no, he we didn't. gonna do this? You're talking about well, there's two corrections I'm about to make. Oh. Jordan didn't push off of Russell, and John Starks did not goddamn dunk on Jordan. Oh, my God. Okay. I've been trying to clear that up for like 27 years yeah. to these reaching-ass Knicks fans that are desperate yeah. to have something on Jordan. They couldn't get a W on him in the playoffs at any point in their careers. So just because bum-ass John Starks, who ruined, I think he, what did, what did he go, like one for 15 in a finals game? Choke artist, DJ. he he was able to dunk on Horace Grant, and that was it. DJ, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you on on the on the Starks thing. He pushed Russell, bro. 
No, I disagree. I don't think it was a push. Russell was going one way. He so, how, so if he places his hand on him, it, it he places he placed his hand, but he did he, he push it? No. And Jordan oh, did not. And Daniel, come on. If you look at the physics of it, Jordan did not dunk, get dunked on. Who was underneath? Horace Grant. Horace Grant got dunked on. I've been saying this ever since I watched the game live. I said, and they were reaching. It was a annoying as reaching. Knicks fan in in school that day uh, talking about, oh, yeah, yeah, Jordan got dunked on. No, he didn't. We're not going to debate if Jordan got dunked on or not because it's absolutely ridiculous. He did not get dunked on. That's clear as day. This has nothing to do with Jordan ears in this situation. Okay, Daniel, it's not the point that he jumped. I'm a, I'm it's when he it's the fact that he wasn't even involved in the play until hey, late. It was already too late because Jordan because Starks was already who put their hands up and tried to jump with Starks? Horace Grant. That's why they call his ass Ho Grant in the first place. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, but no, I mean, so look. Well, that you, and because he was also snitched too. I'm not gonna say Jordan needed to push, but fam, that was a push. It wasn't a hard push. Man, was- everybody got you in. Well, I mean, come on. I mean, everybody. Even Coo Coach got, got you in. Ewing was the black Sean Bradley. Everybody was aiming <laughs> at that motherfucker when it right. went, went to the bucket. But no, I mean, I mean, look, I'm not going to compare that push off that Jordan did to Russell to the Reggie Miller one. Reggie Miller took two hands and literally shoved him and ran around two screens and caught the ball and shot it. Like, what, what are we talking about? Wait a minute. Didn't Knicks fans also want to accuse Reggie Miller of pushing off? Because that's how Reggie was able to get those two shots. No, no, that was tripped. And Reggie Miller, <laughs> I didn't touch him. Caught the ball, retreated to the three-point line. And the fact that they were even in that position to do that, I don't care if you pushed or not, quite frankly. They shouldn't have even been in position to even make that a game. But the Knicks went and choked like they always do, just like Charles Smith under the basket. They showed that oh, shit. Oh, God. Somebody tried week. to say, how could, how could he not make those? Oh. make those? I was just like, easy. He got blocked. He was getting harassed. He got he stripped. Was dealing, he, was dealing, <laughs> he was dealing with four of the most active hands in the league between <laughs> Jordan and Pippen. I mean, easy. Right. And then what was I was sitting there thinking, like, what are the rest of the Knicks doing? They were just standing there watching. Um, it's like it's uh, like standing there and watching like wolves, a pack of wolves ravage uh, meat. Daniel, you just stand there. All you do is just watch it. Daniel Jordan was not two twenty five. Jordan he was two fifteen. Two fifteen from one ninety five. Get it he didn't, right. He didn't get two twenty five until he got to the Wizards. Yeah, and at that point he had. Yeah, no I mean that. that, that was, that's that, when he that, had that, knee issues. Yeah, that that was old man's weight right there. Right. So so, so let's not do that two twenty five shit now. For yeah, the first, that was, that, for the first that was, time in his life, he was playing small forward. I was like, hold on. Right, Jordan right. small forward? <laughs> what the hell? Right. No, um, oh, good. No, I'm just saying he was 215 until 98. I mean, that's... Yeah, he was, two, yeah, he was 215. Yeah, that, that was, was his plan. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, you know what, though? He he brings up something that I'm, I'm going to talk about. Okay, Charles Smith could have passed out. Where? Where was his outlet? Where could he see where he could pass the ball when he's underneath the basket? (laughs) There were four people. He couldn't see anything. He's talking about he could have passed. Where? So (laughs) so my thing, okay, this is what I'm going to say about that 195 to 215. Okay. I, okay. I'm, I will never knock anybody for any type of PEDs or anything like that. I'm Mm -hmm. not the guy that you come to for that. 
But Jordan, based on his frame, I don't think there's any way possible he put on 30 pounds. Oh, I'm sorry, 20 pounds of of muscle in an offseason without taking something. And look, once again, I'm not gonna knock him. I you mean, my, I mean, it, to back then it wasn't illegal. So, it, but but I'm saying it didn't. It, it's not. Gonna yeah, be some gonna, of those supplements were legal that he was probably. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm, I'm not knocking neither. I mean, you know, I agree with you. Like Jordan, Jordan was who he was. It did not affect him as a player. It Which is kind of crazy that it, it didn't, didn't make him any better. Game other than make him be able to withstand more punishment. Right. right. It didn't. It didn't make him any better to the point where it's like, oh, well, he clearly just gained an event. No. But damn, that's a lot of muscle to put on in one offseason without taking something. I think he did, and that's but, fine. But to tell you the truth, I, I, I liken Michael Jordan to a Star Wars equivalent of a Sith Lord operating on hate, selfishness, <laughs> emotion, and pure anger. So, like, yeah. whenever he talked, whenever you heard about Jordan uh, targeting somebody, he had to, there was an emotional attachment to that targeting. And, you know, a lot of it, like I said, like I mentioned earlier with the whole Kukos thing, he didn't hate Kukos. He just hated Jerry Krause. Right. So, you know, it was also, it was also smarter for Jordan to put on that weight when he did because it prepared him for being in the post later in his career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. Um, and yeah, like you we're said, not, we're not we're, we're not talking about that guy, Daniel. You got the Bradford's chill. ill. Look, Bra- wait a minute. Love Bradford Smith. Yeah, love Bill. Ew. Ew. <laughs> Ew, I remember him when he was on the Bullets. Ew. So, so um, my okay. My last question would be, what what do y'all think the best version of of Jordan was? Because we're winding down in the series here. Um, um, like I said, I, I like I, the I, second all... repeat Jordan better than the first. But I'm saying pick a year, like a uh, 96. 96. Yeah, 96 Jordan. I like 96 Jordan. Is he the 90 Jordan? Man, 90, 93 Jordan was a terror, man. That, that motherfucker, you couldn't tell him shit. Those are my, my favorite ones. Like, like, but if I had to pick, it'll probably be 96. I think about 93 Jordan's like, he's like, all right, now I eliminated the only competition of my position. So mm-hmm. now motherfuckers ain't even have anything to debate about now. Now there literally is nothing to debate about, and I'm still gonna whoop y'all's ass. See, for me, the 96 Jordan, um, had a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, he definitely had a chip yeah. on his shoulder, but also the shoes that he was wearing that year. Those, oh, that's of course, yeah. Yeah, those shoes were. You can't get. I'm sorry, you can't get any better than those Jordans. I chased down. I chased down Space Jams for years. Yeah, Yeah. you you can't get any better than those Jordans. I I, to this day, I wish I I I owned a pair of those. But it was nice to see them make an appearance in in football to be worn as right. They made it. Yeah, that's how that's how popular they were. T.O. wore them, I think. Yeah, T.O. wore them. Yeah, he did. Couple of other guys wore them too. Yeah, um, I think uh, shoot, Adrian Peterson wore them a couple of times this past season. Yeah, he didn't have a contract to Nike at them. Well, he might have, but maybe they just let him wear them. Des Bryant wore Nikes a lot too, so I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. George, I'm sure he wore them too. Yeah, what they called them weren't they? You said they were the Space Jams, but weren't they? No, they were the the Concord. Like the, so, so the so the white and black ones are the Concords, the the black and red ones are the Breads, and the and the blue um, and the black and blue ones are the Space Jams. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
then they have the then they have the gammas and the, they have a whole bunch of them. Yeah. So uh, cool grays and and then also looking at shoes back in the day to the way they're they're constructed now. Remember he talked about they brought up the fact that in that last game at Madison Square Garden he wore the actual uh, band ones and how you know they well, blistered the his feet. What well, those, those weren't the band ones though. Remember those the, the were, those ones, they let him play. The the band ones were the black and red ones. No, that's isn't that the one he wore in no. in the last game? No, he it, it, he wore the white ones. No, he didn't. I thought he wore. Hold on, hold on. say that again. Hold up. He didn't wear the band ones. He wore the he wore the ones that he wore during his rookie season after they told him he couldn't wear the band ones. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Uh, he didn't he didn't wear the band ones. He wore the regular uh regular ones. Yeah. And they killed his feet. Because I'm sure his feet grew at least a little bit since that then. shit was funny. How he, what he told um, Ewing too. That shit was funny as shit. Yeah, go all the way back to '84 to whoop y'all's ass. <laughs> I beat your ass wearing fossils. <laughs> he could only say that shit to a friend, right? That's part of the issue. They wanted to befriend befriend Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan lured him to a false sense of security and whooped their ass. From yeah. Barkley to Ewing to oh okay the white insole ones not the black with the red. I wish you would have. Okay, I see what you're saying. He wasn't allowed to. So yeah, but um, I think I think it's gonna be uh, interesting this next game. Uh, this next uh, these next two episodes they should be talking about the '97 season. Well, and they also they 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 can't avoid talking about his father being murdered. That'll probably be the first episode. Then the yeah, second that's episode. Gonna, I, I, yeah, yeah, they're probably because, gonna talk about that. They're probably gonna talk about you that. Talk about, you got, yeah, that that episode. I'm not gonna be because I remember when it happened, and I was just like, I the wind left me, like the air in my lungs left that day when I, right. I heard about that. Because the fact yeah, the, that the way he was murdered and shit, yeah, yeah, the fact, yeah, weeks went by before they discovered it, right? So, yeah, that's crazy. yeah. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that, and then probably the second episode that's talking about the '97 season, and mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, the ba- they're gonna talk about the baseball era and all that stuff. You know, they're gonna talk about that. Hopefully, that's nine and ten are just gonna be about the '98 season. Please keep it on the '98 season. Well, they already started the the playoffs for the '98 season with the Nets. That's, no, they did, but I'm that, saying it's like they keep going back and forth. Yeah, they, 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 yeah, they switch back and forth with it, so you never just, know. The last two, just please talk about the 98 season because I really want to know about that Pacers series. They were close to losing, probably as close as they've ever been uh, before making the finals in that era. So it's like I really want to know what that – I mean, they cooked the Hornets that year. So Yeah, the Hornets and the Hawks got cooked. Oh, Oh, God. God. That Hawks game with Jordan, once again, I think he's point-shaped like a motherfucker. And then he came out of nowhere and started killing these dudes. He did it against New York in 96, too. Yep. He, was having, he was having an atrocious game. All of a sudden, motherfucker couldn't miss in the fourth quarter. You pull up, like, what, 30 in the fourth quarter or something stupid like that? Right. So, yeah, they'll probably talk about all that. The Sonic series should be interesting. They're going to talk about all that shit. So. Yeah, that should be interesting. Yeah, this is where it really gets good. The first three years, I didn't really care as much, but those last three years are going to be interesting. Because mm, right. you got Gary Payton, and then you got uh, the flu game, and then yeah, you got uh, 98. So I wonder how they're going to describe that game. 
because everybody has their opinions about what he about actually had. Yeah. <laughs> motherfuckers hung over like motherfuckers. Well, she, one, yeah. one, per, one person was just like, if he had the flu like that, you wouldn't be walking. I'm like, dude. Bro, the flu is debilitating, bro. Well, I, I don't know because I had the flu when I was in basic training. I ran for a mile and some change, so... I mean, yeah, but the flu's debilitating. And I was in San Antonio, so it was hot. So it's John Stark sucked in ninety. See, he sucked every year. Anyway, yeah. and bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, well, yeah, I'm about to ask you what else y'all got. I mean, uh, we covered, a, yeah, we covered a lot as far as the episodes go. Yeah, and, and, and again, making this clear for you. Dumbass Knicks fans, reaching ass, desperate ass for W Knicks fans, Starks dunk on Ho Grant. <laughs> Period. You gonna leave that man alone? But that why. snitch? Nah, that's okay. All of a sudden, had, conveniently had a good relationship with the author Jordan Rules, which I do own, by the way. Mm-mm-mm. And oh, have read and and have read it from cover to cover, so. Yeah. Well, the last thing I gotta say, the last thing I gotta say is fuck Skip Bayless because he's one of the worst Jordan stands out there. I'm about to ask why are you still listening to those people, yo? Oh no, no, I'm not listening to him. I haven't watched that show in ages, but fuck him anyway. I mean, let me tell you something. That's that show had so much promise. Like Undisputed was like really good when it first started. They had to assimilate to what First Take used to be, and gotta be taking these drastic sides and have these over-the-top personalities instead of just debating straight up. Yeah, debating straight up. Yeah, that's what I, I'm like. You know, when that... Well, they, remember, they can't debate straight up because Skip Bayless never had a reputable sports career, much like Stephen A. Smith never had a reputable sports career. So they have to make people who have had reputable sports careers come on and say stupid shit to make Stephen A. Smith seem like he's smart. And Skip Bayless the same. All right. I might have to clear something up with uh, Daly over here. Uh, there was a period when I was a Bulls fan, and it was after 87 that I started following Michael Jordan, and that's when I started becoming a Bulls fan. It was around 87. So I was about seven years old when I started uh, watching the Bulls and, and following along and becoming a fan of the team. But I was a fan of Jordan first because I was I, – I was I started watching the Bullets. Like, I didn't – like, okay – I thought I, I talked about this a little bit in a in a, in a past episode, but let me just remind folks. Okay, so I moved up here to Columbia, Maryland, back in '85. Man, what's up with the bi- biography, dog? Come on, man. <laughs> nah, because somebody obviously needs to have this cleared up for them. So I didn't really, you know, you know, do anything with sports up until around that time period. So watching basketball. Watching the bullets, you know, I'm like, who in the hell? Oh, okay, now he's trolling. I'm like, who in the hell is this Jordan cat? He has my last name, and he's like destroying the bullets. What's what's going on? Why can't they stop him? And that's when I started watching Jordan. And then he got familiar with the NBA and became a fan of the team of the Bulls. And I followed the Bulls all the way through, even after Jordan left the first time, even a little bit after. The second time, but I always was a hometown Wizards fan throughout the whole bullet slash Wizards fan throughout the whole thing. So, right. And um, and also with Pooh, I'm never gonna give it up because obviously the Knicks fans have given it up. People telling lies, continue to tell lies about that play. 
But you know, John Starks never won anything, so fuck him. All right, what else y'all Shoot, got? I won a basketball championship more, won more basketball championships than he has. Fuck him. All right, what else y'all got before we go? You got anything? Cause I don't. Um, I'm good over there. Another great episode. I was looking. I, I was just looking at. I was looking at the uh, the comments. Yeah, yeah. whatever, Pooh. All right, this is episode one forty. Philly ain't winning anything anytime soon. This episode one forty, man. We appreciate everybody who came through. <laughs> um, another great episode. I right, wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. I thought Pooh. I thought you were supposed on, to be DJ? going to sleep. <laughs> As lying like a motherfucker, talking about I'm going to bed tired. Must have had his Viagra. So oh, all of a sudden you can't sleep. DJ, you, you want to talk to him in the Discord? Because I'm ready. To, I'm ready to go to bed. Oh, okay. <laughs> At least okay. you have a reason. You have a reason for you being tired. I don't know what Pooh's problem is. I don't know. Um, this is episode 140. Appreciate everybody who came through again. Uh, fan base is kind of growing a little bit. Most people are staying throughout the whole episode now. Good to see that. I mean that. I guess the content is getting better. Um, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. You know where to find us. Uh, Bills, what you got before we go? Uh, fuck Carmelo. Yeah, uh, I did. Oh, um, DJ, what you got? <laughs> fuck the Knicks. Fuck John Starks. Fuck the 76ers. Fuck every team in Philly. They all burn in hell. Go Nationals. All right, y'all. Um, see you guys on Thursday. And uh, y'all guys be safe. Don't be coughing on people and don't let nobody cough on you. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace out. I got to.